I saw some of my, my nurse friend. He's like, a, I guess the way I say it is he's just like the head nurse of sure. all like a, a nursing whatever. And he was like, someone had posted a picture of them wearing a new mask, which is kind of like the mask I have. I have a, like a woodworking mask with like little ventilators on the side. It's not like a big, huge, like spray painting mask like those. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing people wear those, but it's just the little bitty ones. And, uh, he was like, yeah, that's a good one. That's really good, actually. But you have to shave your face for it to work right. And I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Well, legally, you had to. <laughs> so where I work, there is a white letter that came out that said, if you were coming on to the... I'll clip that out. Uh, if you were coming on to the... Uh... You have to come in wearing a mask, and the only way to make your mask work is if you shave your face. So, my fucking computer failed the other day, and it was going through this, my work laptop was going through this boot loop where it was Mm. trying to update to an update that I already had, but it's, it's forcing me to get this update, and... It was preventing me from doing my work. Now, not that I minded because any time that this thing took a shit, I'm like, oh, cool. I can go work on other things or, you know, play. Fucking... It was an excuse. Yeah, it was an excuse to get other. <laughs> a things valid done. excuse. Yeah, no, no doubt. But then my boss was just like, all right, it's been three days. You have to go in. And I'm like, fuck. And what should have been like a half hour job was like six hours at the office where there Dude. is nobody my building has like twenty five thousand people in there yeah twenty five thousand people so if you look up like what's the largest low-rise building you'll figure out where i work you won't even have to clip it you won't even have to clip it (laughs) (laughs) but nonetheless uh it was a ghost town there was like three people on duty and the IT guys and the IT guys were the only ones that were forced to to stay in the office because they have IT shit to work on. Yeah, I was about to say I if if you are working in IT like infrastructure infrastructure, I technically work in IT, but I'm like on a quality side of it. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure is you you are deemed super essential right now. <laughs> right. Uh, and then, of course, the guys have to go in for, like, secret meetings and shit like that. And luckily, I don't have to do any of that bullshit right now. So, mm. but nonetheless, I had to go shave my face. And then two days later, they came out with a secondary white leader that says, civilians are exempt from having to shave their face. <laughs> are you technically, I guess you are a civilian still? Yeah, or? no, 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 no. So, like, I stopped I, I know being... you're in civilian life. Yeah, no, I I am first civ div son. Like, I am Mm. out. So the way that military contracts work, because it is a contract, um, you usually sign up for, if you're doing active duty, you sign up for four years, and then you do four years in the inactive reserve. Um, My situation was a little bit different. I signed up for an eight-year contract. However, I stayed in the delayed entry program for a year, so that cut a year off of my inactive reserve time. Then, because I signed up to do intelligence, I had a five-year contract. So I was doing five years active, three years inactive. So after my five years of active duty was over, I only had two years of the inactive reserve left over, 
which during the inactive reserve, they can just say, hey, you have to start showing up to work again, and then I'm back in uniform. It's like I never left. But the benefit to being in the inactive reserve is that if you get a muster letter, you have to show up to so that they can do like your your medical job fairs, shit like that. Which is weird for me because I'm surrounded by a bunch of Marines who are unemployed and trying to get back on their feet, and I immediately got a new job. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't need any of this shit. It was just a waste. Me. But exactly. <laughs> but they feed you and they give you five hundred bucks when you show. So there's that. So I always was counting on those musters to show up. Nonetheless, uh, I am regrowing my beard because on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, I had to shave my face. I mean, for for shaving that not that long ago, I mean, you're growing back pretty pretty quickly. Oh, so yeah, cool. no. I When I was in the Marine Corps, uh, I would some of my NCOs would make me shave twice a day because of how fast my hair grows to the point where I would have to get no shave chits because it would fuck up my face. Like, one day oh, I Jesus. came in and it was all cut up and blotchy and shit like that. My gunny's like, what the fuck happened to you? I'm just, like, trying to follow what you're telling me to do. And he's just like, nah, nah, go go not shave for a while. And then for an entire week, while it was great because I had this big old beard for two weeks, uh, every single fucking staff NCO would, like, swarm me, grab me by the collar. I was like, why the fuck haven't you shaved, devil? I'm just like, eh, here's my chit. <laughs> <laughs> I got an excuse. <laughs> and then they start cursing excuse. you out, yelling at you because they can't have the same thing. Like, I had a colonel come up to me and was just like, man, I couldn't even grow that if I wanted to. And I'm just like, damn, sir. That sounds like a personal problem. Sucks for you. <laughs> Sucks to yeah. suck. No, because when you go to these busters, like – while you're waiting for the event to start, they'll have all the Marines in a room and you'll have like some Lieutenant Colonel who's also like either a reservist or got out, try to entertain the Marines. So they'll have like beard competitions to see who's grown the best beard. And it, it's pretty great. I came in top three. I'm, I'm, I was pretty proud of myself. That's why you think time. it's great. It is great. It is great. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm really cold right now. Yeah. You don't realize, because when I shaved, accidentally shaved mine last time, it was uh, it was real bad. It was real cold. Mm-hmm. You're just like... <laughs> exactly, all the time. I felt so bad that I had to go buy this new this new hoodie, this new Sonic the Hedgehog Puma hoodie that's keeping me nice and that's, toasty. That's not why you bought that. That's not why I bought it. <laughs> no. That's not, like, I was like, I could understand if it had, like, a mouth guard thing or something like that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. So I was very tempted to get not the hat. But there's, it's almost like a hat face cover of, like, the the beard. So mm-hmm. it's like a wool beard. It would have looked stupid as shit. It's a beard beanie is what it is. Yeah, sure, that. I would have yeah, got I those actually that. exist. I know, yeah. So, yeah. I, I go out with my face mask all the time. Uh, I went to the liquor store the other day. Or, no, I, I, I went to the liquor store, but then I ended up going to Walmart. Uh, to go look for something and i just like i just need beer so i just picked up beer and i had the mask and i handed her my license and i was like yeah i don't know how this is gonna go and she goes what do you mean and i was like well half of my face is covered and you're gonna look at that license and she's like yeah i'm new here too so i'm gonna call my manager real quick and i was like i shouldn't even fucking say anything <laughs> <laughs> and the manager walks over and she looks at me in the license she goes it looks like you i was like because it is me 
<laughs> when I, and I was like, ask me to take my mask off. I'm not going to. So no, when I show up to the uh, to the base, they make us take the mask off, which I think is dumb, kind of, because this is an airborne disease, and you're making me take my mask off. Yeah. So why even wear it? Because you have to wear it while you're inside. But it's almost yeah, like, but... hey, because because now we're at um. There's I forget what the actual terminology is, but we have security levels on bases mm -hmm. for people who come and go. Alpha being the lowest and Delta being the highest. Uh, we're at Charlie right now. So shit's getting kind of real. So they have us queue up. We have to be six feet apart, which is kind of stupid because they're automated doors. So when I go through the door, I have to go up to the guy <laughs> and he's just like, take off your mask. It's me. Oh, Okay. So it's like I guess I guess you could just hold your breath for a second. Yeah, you have particles going on to the inside of your mask, so it's yeah. It's I mean, it doesn't stupid. matter anyway. I'm gonna next time I go, I'm gonna see if I can dig up my old M50, which is the big fucking. Oh yeah, the the ventilator mask. Yeah, yeah, it's uh the gas mask. That's what it is. Kind of like yeah. the the spray paint mask. Uh, yeah. This is a question I have. Um, over here in Virginia, because we're kind of in the shit. In Northern Virginia, at least, because where I'm located is one of the major epicenters for Virginia, even though we're not, like, on the same level as other states. Um, right. Being in the Midwest and seeing that the Midwest doesn't have as many cases as we do on the East Coast, do people look at you strange for wearing a mask? No. Because most people are wearing masks now. Okay. I was looking strange at people in the beginning. I was just being like, hey, like, that's... That's they're not for you. You shouldn't have those masks. You should be giving those to the hospital and all that stuff. But now I'm just to the point where people are like, we're they're wearing bandanas and like, mm -hmm. uh, what are the things that you wear? I guess when you're on a motorcycle, you can wear those to like keep your face warm. I, I saw one. What's the guy from V from Vendetta? The faux v mask. From Vendetta. The faux guy. He mask. had a he had like a faux one, and I walk I walked by him. I got this is gonna sound real weird. I got complimented on my mask three times in like one day. And the guy was like, whoa, where'd you get your mask? And I was like, I got it from, the, it's got like RZ masks online. He's like, oh, do they have any more? I was like, I ordered it a year ago. And he goes, oh, they probably don't have any more. And I was like, yeah, I need to go to Walmart, so I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and I was like, no, the ones I'm envious of are there's this guy, I guess it's a guy over in Japan. I think Scotty shared it where he's making Gundam wing or not Gundam wing, but Gundam Ma uh, yeah, like face masks I saw where that. your mouth looks like the mouthpiece from a Gundam mm -hmm. and I was like yeah I'd pay money for that definitely. I'd pay money for that in a heartbeat definitely Kiki so. fucking sent me a text the other day and she's like Corona no Jutsu and she's got like this oh, big gosh. black mask on her face I'm like you fucking weeb don't bitch. ever come to my house again <laughs> <laughs> give me your keys forget you know me <laughs> Oh, dude, she was wearing one of the headbands, too. That would have been great. Oh, I don't remember if she was. Someone was talking it. about those headbands, and they were like, yeah, like they, people were wearing them in 2011. I went, 2011? I was like, what? Are you crazy? People were wearing those. Because Naruto, I remember when Naruto like came out in Japan. I was, it's like 2004, maybe 2003, when, somewhere around that area. I think it's two, When I was watching. I think it's 2003, because I was in the sixth grade when I learned about it. And the anime only had about eight episodes out in Japan. We, yeah, so I, I had to, I was in like ninth or 10th when we started watching it, me and my friend Elizabeth, because she was like, 
She's like the one that got me into anime. Like okay. I walked into her room and I'm talking like bookshelves full of manga back in the early 2000s. Wow. So like, she, yeah. Plus she's out the ass. Like, dude, she has. So she's, she's, she's she's the OG otaku. In in my life, she's the OG one that taught me everything I knew. I mean, like so. if you're talking about early 2000s, if you had like walls of manga like there was no major publication outside of like viz media and what is it uh project tokyo or i forget the name of yeah. the company because it was a lot of like full metal alchemist uh what were the big ones back then naruto hadn't come out yet so it wasn't uh, that Rony kenshin but, uh, dragon ball z yu yu Hakusho. she had those she didn't have dragon ball z she she had like a death note she had death okay. note yeah 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 because that was before death note came to america and got real shitty so <laughs> I, yeah, I'm that guy. There's a lot of anime that comes to the states and the northern or the North American people. We just ruin it. It's real bad. That's why I don't watch dubs. I I don't subs for life. I just, I mean, I just I like subs. There are uh, what was it? I said recently I watched uh, a dub and it wasn't bad. I can't remember what it was. I remember you saying that. I don't remember what show it was. Oh, it was the My Hero movie. Okay. Because I wasn't able to catch a sub, but I caught a dub and it wasn't bad. But no, dude, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, she used to get like, we, there was a place over in Memphis called Animax, and it's still over there. And she would go there like two or three times a week, just go over there and buy shit. And like stuff wasn't cheap back then. Like I used to get Gundam models from there. This was like the time where Walmart stopped selling them. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't, I mean, Amazon wasn't like a, nobody trusted buying shit off the internet really back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I used to buy Gundam models and all that stuff, but how the fuck did we get here? My oh, beard. the mat. Oh, that's, that's what it was. Naruto shit. Okay. Like it had to have been like ninth or 10th grade because I remember there was about 20 episodes out. I think when we were watching it and she was getting it off of, I don't know where the fuck she was getting it, but I would always go over to her house and we would watch them. And, uh, but yeah, around episode like a hundred or a hundred and ten, that's when we started like falling off because I think that's when like a lot of the filler shit started happening. I think it was a little bit later than that, but you're not far off. Like, like we saw Sasuke get taken, and we saw the Naruto and Sasuke fight. Okay, yeah. And then it dropped off real hard, and we didn't really pick it back up. Yeah. Until yeah. Shippuden kind of came out. I mean, there was a few filler episodes that were okay. There's like a hundred filler episodes, there's, dude. There's more than a hundred filler episodes. It's dude. real bad. It's worse than Inuyasha. Well, Inuyasha, half of Inuyasha is filler. Like even in the storyline, it's, it's fucking filler. filler. Like they, because I don't understand what it is, but like I've read most of the manga for Inuyasha and I've seen the entire anime. Um, I don't recommend it. I'll just put that one out there. <laughs> Uh, you did it because you got you were so invested already. Yeah, that you had to finish. Inuyasha was my first anime that I've ever watched, and I don't remember a how a lot of people's. First I don't anime. remember because I watched it on Sci-Fi uh, before anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on that. Sci-Fi. But anyway, no, I I watched Inuyasha. It was the first one I've that I ever watched. But when reading the manga, there's one thing that really stood out to me, and there's a there's a lot of contradictions within the story that pisses me the fuck off. So. For example, um, I think it's like episode three or episode five of the anime where Inuyasha and Kagome fight two demons called the Thunder Brothers. Uh, Yeah. One particular moment in that is 
the older Thunder Brother dies. So the younger one takes his heart and eats it, and he becomes more powerful that way. And the reason that they gave for that is that he has now the soul of his older brother running through him, and they, they are now one in the physical sense. But if you read the manga, they went into, like, a technical detail that's like, oh, yeah, if any demon eats a heart, they just, like, steal the abilities of the other of the other individual. It that was seems like, like a very important thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could kind of say it's almost the same thing, but the, and the manga went, like, into detail on why things were the way they were. But what pisses me off is that they never showed an example of that ever again. Nobody else eats somebody else's heart. Because otherwise, I was about to say, that would have been that like was just fucking a... Kirby. Like I would, be, oh, <laughs> oh, like like stupid shit like that. Then like another thing is, in Inuyasha, they say you cannot go through the the well to go from past to future without a Shikan jewel shard. Gogome is the example because she had the Shikan jewel shards inside of her or with her or whatever, and then mm-hmm. like. Not even everybody a starts quarter, going then through everyone it. starts going back and forth. They they were just like, nah, fuck it, son. I they got set up you. their own rules and then just started breaking them exactly. all. Exactly. And that's that's why Inuyasha's bad. Inuyasha's bad for a lot of reasons. But that's when the crack started the show for me. It's garbage bin anime. Anyway, now I don't know how we fucking got here. And I'm Because I'm, we're a bunch of weebs. I guess. So. No, I I guess. I guess. Oh, because we talk- it was Kiki, because she's the major yeah. weeb. Yeah, no, fucking <laughs> Corona no Jutsu. I fucking hate her. You know that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> and she's going to rub it in your face. <laughs> I saw that she's streaming now. She streams. She's loving those uh, League of Legends LOL puns I've been seeing. <laughs> I tried to she keep picked her... a super toxic game to try and stream. Dude, like, I try to talk to her all the time and be like, hey, like, League shit. You could play any <laughs> other game. You could play any other MOBA. But League is shit. I don't think shit. League is shit. It's just there's a no, lot of the following is it's, shit. Yeah, it's the community. The community is shit for League. And really, you get into any major MMO. Like, Overwatch is toxic. Fucking Smite yeah. is toxic. The FGC fighting game, like Scrub Quotes, is a thing. Like, do you follow Scrub Quotes? No. Is it on Twitter? Because oh, I feel like I need oh, to. Oh, dude, they are the best. They are the absolute best. They take quotes from people who are just garbage at the game. <laughs> so salty. Or... So fucking salty. Uh, there was one I retweeted today where it was just like, really? you know, if you're if you are a Bowser or DK main. You need to go fucking kill yourself because you're not playing the game as intended. Super Smash oh Brothers God. was created for, like, they were saying, like, skill and finesse. And the fact sure. that you can just grab somebody and carry them off the stage is going against the intended will of the game. And you need to fucking off yourself. Now. I'm, mm, I love watching <laughs> shit like that. I fucking Every quote love that, it. Whenever I think of FGC quotes, it's just the, really, Mike Ross? Michael <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the best one. That and the Sanford Kelly freak out. Oh, Woo! I haven't seen that. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, the He's playing against uh, Pretty pretty Ricky or something. It's some tagger. It's, it's, it's from a while ago, and it's at one of the local meetups, I think maybe in L.A. or in New York or something like that. 
But Sanford loses. I don't know what game they're playing. They're playing a fighting game. He he gets up, fucking smashes his fight stick on the ground, breaks a tile on the ground. Yeah, he hit it that hard. Walked off, and the guy that played against him just like mental smiled at the at the camera <laughs> and put a thumbs up. It's great. It's the best thing ever. The thing that terrified me the most was that happened, and then like he got in trouble for beating the shit out of his girlfriend because he walked in on her. You don't know the Sanford Kelly no. stories? Oh my god, they're so great. Like he, I don't know. Okay, like, so like, he walked like in on said, his girlfriend white. I think he she was fucking somebody else. So he beat the shit out of both of them, but he got like a mugshot and got in trouble. I don't, again, people, if you're listening to me, research this shit for yourself because I have not looked at this in a long time, so I could be completely wrong. But then after all that happened, I went to Kumite in Tennessee in like 2015 and I was doing Perler. I fucking, I was walking around. I was hanging out with like Justin Wong. I was hanging out with PR Balrog and we were taking pictures and all that. And then say, I'm taking a picture. I'm posing with somebody and we're drinking. Like, like I said, this is like nine or 10 o'clock at night. People have been sneaking booze in all night. And Sanford Kelly puts his arm around me. And I think it was PR Balrog. And he's just got a bottle of empty Hennessy. (laughs) And he's like, you want to get a picture with me? And I was like, Sure, take the picture so I can get the fuck away from Sanford <laughs> Kelly because I'm afraid he's going to beat my ass with this fucking empty Hennessy bottle. After the picture, he just goes, ah, shit, and fucking Kobe's the bottle into a trash can. And that's how I met Sanford Kelly, and I never want to meet him again. <laughs> I was legitimately fearful of my life. Sanford Kelly sounds like a good time. I'd, I'd fucking hang out with him. Oh my god, it was crazy, man. That's amazing. It was so crazy. Let's let's hit this icebreaker that we actually meant to. Oh to yeah, the bri- let's hit this next ice <laughs> level of ice that we need to break. Okay. Uh, did you look at this thing? You looked at. This I thing. did. I I checked it out. I'm I'm gonna pull up the showcase so we can people can see what we're talking about. So we got our first look at the DualSense PS5 wireless controller. Uh, so what are your first impressions just at looking at it? Uh, it's ugly as shit, and I hate white. Yeah. I don't think, like I said, I like stupid-ass controllers. I mean, we've seen stupid-ass controllers back in the day. And this is probably not the stupidest we've ever it's seen. It's definitely it's not like it's def- my dual gun Xbox controller with all the face buttons <laughs> on the fucking yes. inside. And you put them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're fucking talking about. Uh, but yeah, this it really it literally does look like an Xbox controller made love with a PS4 controller. And this is what we got. It does look like that. I'm not even getting the PS4 controller vibe. I'm barely getting a PS3 controller vibe. Um, it looks like... Well, I'm just saying because it has the logo and the, those face buttons are the only reason, really. I mean, you've seen the memes where it's just like, hey, man, you can copy off of my homework. Just don't make it look exactly the same. <laughs> uh, I think it's ugly. Uh, I think a large reason why I think it's ugly is, um, one... I'm not really feeling the curve on the upper top portion of the controller. Two, uh, I don't like – not not only do I not like white, I don't like the pattern that they have for this. Um, 
I don't. I just don't think that it looks. You don't. You don't like the t- uh, the girls' tank top vibe from this. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I saw those memes. Like it's. It, this is a dude's mustache. It clicked. Like. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's ugly as shit. But let's. Let's look into it. It, uh, it could look completely ugly, but if it feels great and controls great, who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, big things about this controller: it has haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, built-in rechargeable battery. Uh, the new create button, built-in microphone array, and is now able to be charged with USB-C. Which is fucking amazing. USB-C is the best. You can't put the put it in wrong yep. you, and all that. Also, I like how they put in built-in rechargeable battery. They did not have to put that in there because la- their last two iterations had that. I feel like it's a stab at Xbox. I guess. Here's, here's the thing, though. Um... PS4 controllers are notorious for having shit battery life. I mean, but it's still a built-in built rechargeable battery. It is still a built-in controllable battery. That's that's really not what I should be uh, focusing on. What I'm, all I'm saying is that that is an ugly baby, <laughs> just all around. And they didn't get rid of the light bar. They was just like, no, it's still there. No, now we just have the light bar going around the touchpad, both of which. You don't fucking need because nobody fucking uses it. It's just an extra button for me to access my menu. Like, yep. I mean, the only thing that was nice was that the touchpad would act as a mouse pad for certain games, so you could pick things quickly yeah. if you didn't have that stuff connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I love that they're calling it haptic feedback and not, hey, we ripped off a Nintendo and have HD uh, rumble. Because that's what yeah. that's what haptic feedback is. It's it's just like oh, but now we can tell like all the differences because we're adding a new sense to it. It's no longer visual. It's no longer audio. It's now touch. You can feel things when you pick them up. And I'm just like, just say it's HD Rumble, dude. It, it's just it's just, just Rumble. Say that it's HD Rumble. It's been around since N64. Like. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> like, you had to have an extra pack for it, but yeah, that's like one of the first systems that had the rumble. Think, was was there... like... yeah. The DualShock didn't, uh, came out after the 64. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I was trying to think like uh, Gen 4 consoles, so like yeah. Super Nintendo. But no, no, you're right. Get that rumble pack. I mean, it's also got a built-in, uh, what is it? It's got a built-in microphone as well. So like, if you need to, I think to chat cool. real quick. I, I do, that's fine. I do yeah. like that. But um, they do they do urge that if, if you're going to do prolonged talking sessions that you should probably still get your own headset. Yeah, that's true. I want to know if you're able to easily turn that off because I don't want to hear anybody fucking or any domestic violence going on whenever I jump into a game. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really don't. Someone's going to happen. Someone's going to – it's going to be like, oh, baby. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Just like, bro, turn your fucking controller off? I don't know what to tell you now. I don't know why it reminds me of it, but I remember when the PlayStation 3 first came out and one of their big features was the share button uh, and the share features that they had the PlayStation like webcam – and they were doing amateur porn yeah. on there. And I'm just like, holy shit, why haven't I found these fucking channels? I'm sitting here watching Killzone Shadowfall videos because I can't get past the goddamn turret section. Meanwhile, fucking... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I still have one of those cameras. I got it. I never used it. I I never used it for anything. I wouldn't buy it. I I wouldn't even get. It's like really bad. It's really yeah. bad. It's really bad. Uh, 
like camera quality. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, they it's they're like gonna have that. They the also still channel. have, <laughs> yeah, going back to before we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still gonna have the three point five uh, was it millimeter uh, head headset jack. So you still got that. So you don't have to worry about like oh now I got to get some kind of weird ass Bluetooth headset or something like that. If you still want to wire in, which, which that's good. I, I would not want them to take that away. I like having it in the controller. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I never use it, though. Uh, they, I believe, what was it? Let's uh, look back at this tweet. It, uh, Pete Hines was uh, talking about how it feels and all that stuff. Because someone asked, how does it feel? Does it feel different compared to the PS4 controller? And his response was, you sort of immediately forget about the PS4 controller. But he kept, he said, I went back and forth between them and you immediately just want, oh, between them and you want to immediately use the PS5 controller. So, I, people give the PS4 controller a lot of shit. And besides the battery life, I think the controller feels fine in my hands. I don't have any problem holding it or anything. Like, it's, you're not wrong, but... If I had a choice between playing a game with a PS4 controller or an Xbox One, I'm going to go with the Xbox One. Uh, that's just been an opinion that I've had since fucking the 360. The 360 controller is one of the best controllers that have ever been made, ever, um, compared to the PS3. I just think that their Xbox makes better controllers. Um I'll have a better judgment when the PS5 comes out, whenever it comes out now, because we don't know. If <laughs> well, be you're track. talking to a crazy person anyway, because I think a lot of people give the GameCube controller a lot of shit, and I fucking love the GameCube controller. Like that controller is one of the best controllers ever. It's the anomaly, in my opinion, <clears throat> because it has no business being that good, but it just feels natural. It's not my the snap on those L and R buttons are great. Oh yeah, like when you push on the. It's click, practically it a so second good. button because that snapping motion or that snapping mechanism has different uh, actions depending on the game that you play. Uh, the one mm-hmm. that pops into my mind mostly would be Super Mario Sunshine. It's a difference between yeah. you running around, use the water, and then you snap in, and then you have like targeted. You anchor view. down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um. I'm not going to say it's my favorite one. I'm still going to probably lean on the 360 controller. Uh, just because I, I, it's now, it's kind of like everyone's following that standard. Yeah. Well, recently, since I started playing like uh, Monster Hunter on PC, most of my PC games I'll play with mouse and keyboard. But Monster Hunter, I just can't do Monster Hunter with mouse and keyboard because I played so much on controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play. I use an Xbox One controller, and I was like, it felt really weird at first because I've been playing Monster Hunter so much on a PS4, but I got used to it really quick to where when I go now, go back to my PlayStation 4, it feels a little weird because it's not the Xbox One controller. Yeah. There's differences in the triggers. Um, definitely yeah. with, like, the face and the controllers, but I don't dislike the PS4 controller. As far as, like, the look of it, it's it's okay. Um, I my biggest issue is that light bar, which leads to the battery life being absolute yeah. fucking shit. That's the biggest issue with that controller. They did try to make it like a lot smaller, and they made it in the front this time. Uh, so I guess now it can just shine right in your face. Yeah, and I don't understand but, the reason why. 
you have the light bar anyway, because the light bar originally was supposed to have functionality with certain games. Like you use the light bar for like stupid little party games or certain missions where you have to like point the light at different areas on your screen and nobody fucking uses that shit anymore. Well, now the only thing I can think of is if you have uh, a house with like a bunch of different people that are playing the game, you can automatically tell who's what player right away without having to like go into a menu or all that shit because it changes color depending on what uh, number player you were. At least with the PS4, it did. I could never because I remember player one was blue, player two I think was red. I think there was a yellow light. There might have been a green one too. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't have that many friends. So <laughs> I could never tell. So it's all just, yeah, well, it's all just light. You need to ask somebody else to tell you, cause I'm not going to fall into this, <laughs> this trap every time. So <laughs> I'm surprised you even found out that, sh- that hoodie you're wearing is blue. Oh, good. That's because the tag said it was blue. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you, you asshole. Uh, but yeah, no, with the haptic feedback, if people don't know what haptic feedback or dynamic HD or whatever it is, it's just like when you're doing things, it's going to represent it. Like they said, like if you're trucking, if your character's trucking through mud or something like that, it will rumble and you'll feel it like, yeah, because when I walk through mud or something, my body rumbles. And I I'm feel like, oh, it shit. in my hands. Yeah, I feel the mud in my hands. I did a so. lot of hike, hiking in my day. I know what it feels like to m- go through mud. And uh, I didn't it's, feel it's it not in my that. fucking hands. I felt it in my back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Hopefully we see the actual system soon. Like I said, I'm still rooting for the system looking exactly like those dev kits. Like, <laughs> I want it to look so fucking goofy. With as much as it's like being like hidden now, I want it to be a stupid fucking design. Mm-hmm. I hope it's like an so actual that- V. Just, just well, yeah, like, like those dev kits. No, 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 no. The dev kits had like it was still a square with a, a V indent. No, like the fuck the indent. Okay. I want it to be a V. <laughs> we gotta Roman we can't fit so much five. into the right part. We have to put it into the left part. Dual fans <laughs> shooting upwards. Uh, basically, a drone. Exactly. And it's just I flying want, around. I want your it room. to be a drone. If it was a drone, you would never have to worry about cooling issues. Never, because it would be constantly be flying around. <laughs> because it would be broken and dead, that's why. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, yeah, if you haven't seen that yet, go check it out. So, All right, so our weeks have probably been really fucking boring this week. I mean, I did shit. Um, I did a couple things. I mean, work is work. Work has always been demanding, but I've actually been able to fit in a lot of new shit. Obviously, I've changed around the room here. Uh, I have my record player. I got the speakers. I purchased like 20 fucking vinyls. I got more on the way. Um, You know, I got both the first two albums from Daft Punk. Uh, So I'm super. How much did those run you? Not too much, actually. The most expensive. vinyl that i have and it's on its way is dance with the dead b-sides volume one. Oh, you got that yeah i did the the one with the cool cover how much was that like 60 it's, it's like 100 it's it's pretty hard to find actually there's another really? one yeah it's 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 a pretty penny like i was looking i now like i have a log on this website called discog collection and you could track all your stuff um, like I just got Carpenter Brutes trilogy 
that's uh that's on fucking vinyl that's not cheap like there there's there's a few of them here that are i think we're i think we're different with the vinyls though like i like finding the vinyls i like but i i don't like clean looking vinyls like i like ones that have some wear and tear on them like i don't want the records themselves to be messed up or warped or but anything like the that the actual outside the extra actual like slip cover i want it to have like some a little bit of wear and tear mm-hmm. on it to make it like give it that rustic look and all that shit i feel you on that i think that the issue is nowadays especially with modern vinyls um they're not printed in mass production so that Uh-oh. a lot of the bands that i listened to there was like hey we have 50 vinyls and i'm like that's it and i was like yeah yep. that's it um, I got lucky. There was a small window. I don't know if you listen to the band or if you heard of them. There's a band called Animals as Leaders, uh, and they mm. just came out with their the vinyl for Joy of Motion was like two hundred something dollars, and they did a second printing for twenty bucks. And I'm just like, oh, I need this. twenty bucks, yeah. I try not to spend crazy amounts of money on it unless I really, really like that that band. And the plan originally was I only buy albums for the music that I like, and I forget that I listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not that guy that listens. Like we have a vinyl record player, and I think it's cool. Like, but I don't. I'm not going to go get my record player and listen to music. I'm going to pull it up on my phone and connect it to my Bose speaker and listen to music that way. Like. I'm not that guy. Like I get it. I do get the appeal. I get. I like the the crispy or not crispy, but you'll hear like sometimes on those old records how it's just spinning, and before the song starts, you can kind of hear it. You like, can hear the microphone the reading. Up. The yeah, like that stuff's cool, but like I don't really understand buying uh, vinyls of like newer bands and stuff like that. That like back in the day when it was the only way you could get it, you could get some of that shit that like didn't show up like you'd be like you could hear some chatter in the background and all that other stuff mm-hmm. but now everything's so clean now audio wise like i don't really see the appeal of buying new besides like video game osts i do that because a lot of the art's cool on them and just to have that on vinyl is cool so the reason why in my opinion it's not in my opinion but there's also a little bit more on that when you uh when you listen to a song on your phone. Most of the time, they're playing a uh, a lossy version of that file. So there's lossy, and then there's lossless. Uh, lossy mm. are smaller files. They've been condensed. They pretty much cut the super lows and the super highs. And while it's a good quality track, um, usually when you're listening to something on Spotify, unless you're messing around with the the features or the uh, the settings. You're listening to a low-quality version of that song or a medium-quality version of that song. And I can hear, like, the the drums not hitting as hard. I can hear maybe not the bass going as deep as I am used to if I'm playing it, like, within a band or in a room with somebody. Um, right. From what I've seen, while vinyl is not guaranteed to be lossless, um, it's very, very close because when they print those things, they're printed with high fide- at high fidelity. So I like the appeal of vinyl because I feel like I'm getting the best quality music 
out of it and it's another way that I can support the band while getting something back because I kind of feel weird paying for a digital album because most of the time you're just posting that shit onto Spotify anyway and I'm paying 10 bucks a month you're getting a penny if I buy your 7 inch EP that only has 2 songs on it yeah I parted with 10 bucks but y'all got ten dollars my whole ten dollars so i it, it's yeah it's kind of like so I, that's why you should buy music directly from an artist even if it's digitally right yeah it, it's like i go directly to the artist so i can support them but at the same time i'm getting a decent product and then sometimes you just get lucky for example i bought a seven inch ep of a uh post black metal doom band they did a split with somebody else they broke up the value of that fucking seven inch went up by like a hundred dollars. So, I mean, if you're going into the collection side of things, yeah, that sometimes you get lucky, just like with video games. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. Um, record player. The big things that I did. Uh, I finally watched Interstellar five 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 five. I don't know five five fifty five fifty five fifty five fifty five. Let's go with that. Um, yeah, that's well. That I looked it up on. I was looking something up on Wikipedia for it, and apparently that's the way. Is people say five 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 five, but it's supposed to be just Interstellar fifty five fifty five. Interstellar fifty five fifty five. Got it. Um, I've seen it before, but it's been years. So when I finally watched it, um, I'm part of another Discord group, and it's something that I've been thinking about bringing to our Discord, where we do like watch parties. Um, mm-hmm. Just get a whole bunch of people into a chat room, and we just watch stupid shit on YouTube or movies or video games or whatever. Um, we watch yeah. Interstellar. 5555 and a lot of these guys are younger guys uh college some are even in high school like don't even know about don't it. even know about it. so when i was just like hey we're gonna watch the the daft punk movie they're like oh cool is it a concert is it like it was like no it's an anime no motherfucker i'm just like oh okay cool and then like 20 minutes into the movie one of the high school guys are like this is the longest opening I've ever seen. I'm like, no, this isn't an <laughs> opening, dude. It's like, this is it. <laughs> they don't talk. I'm like, no. It's like one big-ass fucking... Uh, it's an anime rock opera. Yeah. It's, well, not even. It's like a music video that's an hour. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, we started looking I got up. my DVD and my Blu-ray copy in. Yeah. that You got it finally? I got the Blu-ray first. I got it before last week's podcast, and then this week I got the DVD. Okay. Because I bought both of them, because I, I don't know why. I just bought both of them. So. Sure. Um, about that, I was... This is this is peak laziness. I had the Blu-ray right at my side, and I was getting ready to turn it on, but when I looked over at my, uh, my Blu-ray player, it wasn't connected to my computer, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Nope. Go on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still bought the product, so it's fine. Like, yeah, I have a Blu-ray. Pl- I have a Blu-ray player in my PC as well, but it's never worked right. Like the kid, I don't know. I I would have to hook it back up. I don't really don't care that much uh, because I have a PlayStation Four right here, mm-hmm. and uh, but no, I bought the DVD version. So if I ever did want to have watch it on computer or like put it on my computer, I could. So. It's also just really cool to have because it's something I've always seen at anime conventions and stuff like that where before the internet was a thing and Amazon was where we got everything from, they would up price that shit to like $50 yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm just like, man, I really like it. And I would pay $50 if that $50 was going to the people that made it and Daft Punk. But it's not. It's going to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's okay. I'm not saying that it's it's amazing. Uh, Discovery is not my favorite record that they've done it's 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 the opposite it's really that's good. my that is my favorite yeah no so. i i'm more of a homework fan i've i've always liked when it comes to like dance and house music i've always liked the grittier side of that entire scene and homework is just more raw um don't get me wrong discovery is fine it's great but it's you could tell like on the production like i was listening to it earlier you could tell the the level of production is just so much higher than what homework mm. was. And that's my only thing about it. Uh, I love the art style. The art style of Interstellar 5555 has so thrown us into a rabbit hole. And we're now planning on watching, I forget what it's called. It's like uh, Battle Station Yamato. We're now, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. now trying to pull that entire it's the same style and watch it together. Well, it's because it's by the same director. Like the guy who mm-hmm. did, who was in charge of the animation for Interstellar or Interstellar um uh was I believe he's a french anime artist right negative or french, no, no no it's uh, japanese director. the french side okay. was daft punk like they were okay. so throughout the entire movie you'll see it was like oh it's french and japanese well yeah it's french and japanese because daft punk's a french band um yeah but no our our plans are we're gonna watch battle station yamato or whatever it's called in english let me message i want to be in this discord too because if you're watching shit like that that's pretty cool okay yeah yeah we'll do so. that but yeah, because that's one I'd all, I've seen all the time. People are like, "Oh, you should watch it," and I just never have. And there's another thing too. I was looking it up. They did that director was part of some other. Was it? It wasn't Gantz. I don't think it was Gantz, but it was some other anime that they were part of as well. So, but no, that anime, the art style is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Uh, the opening's great. Uh, they worked with Toei Animation. Yep. Which is huge fucking thing because to- if people that don't know Toei Animation, especially now, is all like My Hero Academia. Lots of Dragon Ball Z. I think even fucking, uh, what is the, it's not Toei Animation, but it's something that's, I don't know if it is Toei that does the Godzilla stuff. Like, all of that is, like, linked to Godzilla. I thought that was Toei. Is it Toei? I think so. It's just not the animation side then, but yeah, like, that's a big deal, so. But yeah, if you're able to get it, last time we checked, I think on Amazon, I think the Blu-ray and the DVD was were fifteen dollars each. I think I spent ten. Like it's cheap. Yeah, it's you got to be careful with that Blu-ray though, because the Blu-ray is uh, region specific. It is region. It is. It's region, it is specific. region specific. So the DVD is not. I don't think mine is set for Europe, which luckily you know the Xbox One and the uh, the PS4 are region free, so you don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah. So you but if you only have like a Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. That's like which, you if might you're listening to this podcast, you don't only have a Blu-ray player. Like, <laughs> let's true. just be real. That's true. <laughs> Hopefully, I would hope so. Uh, what else? I, Scotty, and I did some Fantasy Star Online episode two. Yeah, because my internet shit. Your internet so. <laughs> died, and we tried playing that. And here's the thing: that game is fun, but I can't tell Scotty what to do because I've never played episode two. So we just like aimlessly walked around, killed a bunch of big creatures, and then died to this fucking bull. Like, so this is this is a complaint that I have about episode two. Um, It is in episode one. It's very structured. So you're on your ship. 
your boss tells you, hey, I want you to go to the forest and do forest things. I want you to go to the mines and do mines things. In this one, it's just like, hey, do your VR and then go fuck off. So the VR is like this, you know, it's, it's a virtual reality world where they throw enemies at you. The first stage is easy as shit. They're all like low-level nothings. The second version is like they're attuned to my level. Scotty, I'm Uh-oh. like level 40. Scotty's barely level 20. So Uh-oh. constantly having going back and forth. You know, get those uh, revives. They're moon atomizers, but we call, we'll just say they get the revives. Yeah, the Phoenix Downs. Because pretty much every single fucking time, somebody would hit him once or twice, and he'd just go down. Yeah. And go, oh man, nope, I'm down again. And my dumbass has to go back from where I was going, heal him up, then run Scott, back. Scotty, Scotty never got carried in an MMO before, I don't think so. And, he got. I remember. No, no, no. We got carried the first time that we played Fantasy Star Online. No, I'm talking about like with World of Warcraft oh. when you're trying to level a character yeah. and someone's like, "Okay, you stay here, and I'll tell you when the room's clear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk in here because you're gonna get one shotted." Yeah, yeah. That that is true. But uh, it was it was fun. We got to this one area, which is like the undersea lab, because apparently every single game has one of those. It was a C-Lab? It was, it was a C-Lab. Yeah. C-Lab 2022. The... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we... You know the actual cartoon is C-Lab 2020, yeah. right? And then C-Lab 2021 is the Swim. Adult Swim one. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we go in... We are in this fucking C-Lab. It was already hard as shit because these fucking... There's two major annoyances. One, you have these robot cat heads that come over and spit furball bombs at you. That was annoying. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's they like they they have like the the little mini factory. It's like this box, and it, they just manufacture them over and over and over again. And they're fine when they're on the ground, but then they'll put them in the air or on a on a ceiling or a wall, really high up. And I'm a hunter, so I can't fucking reach them. Scotty is supposed to be a ranger. But Scotty's level 26 or 21 or whatever. And when he shoots Uh it, two damage. One damage. Oh, no. And I'm just I'm not fucking waiting here all day, man. So I had to go, go get a handgun, shoot it. And I I had to be the ranger. The hunter had to be the ranger. Uh, Another really annoying thing is the fucking... There's like these giant fucking robots. Like these fucking RoboCop robots that come out of nowhere. And then they'll hit you really hard and then go invisible. And you can't do shit afterwards. So for like five minutes, it's a whole lot of wildly swinging in a direction that you think the enemy is in and maybe get lucky. Ew. Yeah, it's it's like when we were playing Anarchy Reigns that one night. Right, but this is intended. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is you should play that game as it was intended with multiple people instead of just you two. Yeah, that was that was the lesson that we learned. So next time we're going to yeah. try to get a party of 4. But if we do was that Was it H2O weren't they doing something Yeah, with Blue Burst? fucking H2O was playing that game for a while. I wonder if he's still playing it. He was a force and he he was doing it pretty regularly. Um He had a group. Yeah, I'll I'll hit him up. That'll that'll probably cover our bases. Um No, there's that um and then I beat Resident Evil 3 Remake. Um, okay. Final thoughts on it. That game, 
I've heard it's not as good as two. Well, that's the thing. I I might like this better than two. Um, that's fine. They're wildly different games. Like while it's there's an analogy, and I don't know if you were the one who said it, or Scotty said it, or somebody else that said it. It's like comparing Alien to Aliens. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking about Doom. Yeah, that's what it was. The in Resident Evil Two, it feels like survival horror. It feels like yeah. you're very vulnerable. There was a, but in three, it's that, action the horror. Entire, exactly. The entire time in Resident Evil Two, you felt like you were the underdog. Jesus, that's literally Alien and Aliens. In, in that's Resident what the first Evil movie 3, is, first is it's a survival off, horror movie. Jill is my favorite character now. She's a fucking badass. She she's got a mouth like a sailor. She doesn't give a shit. At one point she was just like, fuck this. I'm hunting Nemesis now. I am the fucking threat. Did you see the the tweet of the person that did the mod on the PC version that gave her like a short like tomboy haircut? Yeah, and, that and someone good. sent it to Wooly. <laughs> yeah, someone good. sent it to Wooly, and Wooly was like, "Not this time." <laughs> <laughs> it looked real bad. Yeah, it, it, it look was great. it was not good at all. I'm usually all for short hair girls, and uh, but no, that one didn't look good. No, um, no, Resident Evil Three is just a wildly different game. Uh, I enjoy it. You actually feel like the hunter, but then there are just certain times where they just overload you with enemies. It's just like, yeah, right. fucking get out of this, bitch, with your fucking <laughs> six grenades. Uh, at one point, I had like 40 shotgun shells. That never happens in any survival horror. Any fucking was, horror game, yeah, you never have like... It might have happened in like... Well, I mean, 4 is not a survival horror. It's an action, definitely. But yeah, in like normal, like Resident Evil, like one, two, nah, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get that much. Would, that would be all the ammo you would get for the even game. Even in the Evil Within, uh, you would never have that much ammo. Not at one time. I at had least. over a hundred rounds of nine mil, and I was using them liberally. So you I, just, I was about to ask. I don't know. Were you just like uh, knifing everything? No, no, no. Like I, I was, I was shooting people pretty fucking good. Like. You know, every zombie at one point was getting a shotgun to the face because I had so much ammo. And it wasn't like I was complaining that I had so much ammo. I was complaining that I didn't have enough space to bring all the shit that I needed. Yeah. And now so it's a game of resource ammo. management because I know that I yeah. have to go fight this boss or I know that I have to fight another iteration of Nemesis. And I have to go back and be like, what's the best strategy at this point? Which... Well, that's the best part about four. Yeah, but four at least gives you quite a bit of space too. Well, eventually you gotta buy it. Yeah, whatever. Um, but no, just I I love the attaché case. That's what it's called. I was trying to think of what the name. There were. you go. Um, I I think I like the gameplay of two better, but I love the story and character interactions of three. Uh, I love Carlos. He's a fucking goofball. He's fucking great. Well, also, Nemesis is just a better uh, enemy than what it was it in two. Was it Tyrant? Well, Mr. No, X. Tyrant was the first one. Mr. Mr. X. X is just okay. No, it... uh, yeah, Nemesis is more intimidating than Mr. X is. Oh, way more. But like the whole idea of like Nemesis constantly going after Jill, and then Jill just fucking giving up and be like, "I'm here, bitch." Just fucking go! Like I really wish, I really wish the rumors that I had seen before the game came out was that Nemesis could get you in save rooms. 
Like I wish that would have been real. But yeah. Someone confirmed it's it's not real. No, it's not. That would have been great. Because I was where there's just no say like no getting mm-hmm. away, no safe time. I was frightened when I heard about that because when I first encountered Nemesis, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna fucking die. This is terrible. <laughs> but a little a small complaint on that. Um, and slight spoilers, when you get to the clock tower, you don't actually go to the clock tower or go inside the clock tower. You just reach the area where the clock tower is located. And then there is a boss fight with Nemesis that's there. When boss fight, like, takes the 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 straight jacket off and he goes, like, full be- feral beast mode, um, he yeah. stops showing up randomly, which is kind of like oh. an aspect that I liked about Resident Evil 2, even though I feel like I'm lying to myself, that's what really builds up the suspense because you never know when that motherfucker's going to show up. In yeah. Resident Evil 3, it feels very scripted. Like, you have a okay. feeling you know when Nemesis is going to show up because there's been a lull in the the excitement. Audio? Not the oh, audio, okay. but in the excitement where it's just like, wow, things have been really going well for me lately. <laughs> it's just like wow look at all this ammo i have surprise motherfucker well it's like finding the ammo at a save point right before you go into a room in a video game you're like something's about to go oh, down yeah. In here. oh yeah um I, or you see it just auto save when you walk through a door you're like wait oh, a minute oh me and my wife are just like oh shit it's auto saving it's auto saving fuck 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 <laughs> um the boss fights are also a lot easier in three. I think it's largely because I now understood what to do because you've been fighting against the same boss the entire game. There's not like, right. you know, oh, here's like a giant fucking zombie thing that snake. you fight or a snake. <laughs> like the only variant to it, and I don't even know if I would consider it a boss fight, is when you go into the area with a lot of spiders and you have to turn on the generators. Um, that was a change of pace. That was That was cool. But was that your Ashley segment from four? No, there's not really an escort or an Ashley segment to really get at because you're going through this area and there's a bunch of these spiders that cause a status effect on you, which I honestly think is a really cool mechanic because they put you in a status effect called parasite. Um, The spiders will drop these eggs into your mouth and like face fuck you to the point where you get these parasites all in you and you have to get a healing potion or um, like a health spray thing, whatever, in order to get rid of the status effect, which I think would have been really cool if you had used that more frequently because it motivates you to go figure your shit out and go get something or go find something. The problem is that they only used it in that one area. And by that time that I reached there, I already had like three, four health potions. So Uh, it kind of, the tension that could have been built there was gone. Um, That said, like I, I think that when it comes to three, the best parts about it is the characters. I like Nikolai. I like uh, fucking Carlos. I like Jill a lot. And I like the antagonistic relationship that she has with Nemesis because at the point she's just like completely fuck it. Let's, let's do this, whatever. Let's fucking go. I think it's a great game. I don't think like, I haven't heard a lot of people talking shit about it. A lot of people are, do say, yeah, two's better. And they're right. Like from a game point play standpoint, 
they're right. Um, but I just well, think my buddy great. was like, he was talking about the new Final Fantasy remake, and he was talking about something he didn't like with it. And I said, well, I'm not. I'm looking forward more. I want to get the Resident Evil Three remake and play it. And he goes, well, I heard that game's only like five hours long. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the original was like six. Yeah. So no, I beat the game in <laughs> sub five. Like, it's like who cares? He's like, I'll wait until it goes on sale. I don't want to pay full price. Where I'm like, eh, like, yeah, but Res- he's like, it's a five hour game. I'm like, Mega Man X is an hour. Resident Evil Two, and I play is the shit out less. of that. You could beat Resident Evil Two yeah. in like fucking three hours, four hours. Yeah. I beat it. Ask Kusanagi. He see how see how quick he's done it. Oh, he he's like a fucking speedrunner for that shit. He does that shit so fucking fast. But yeah. but like that that argument of being like that was so goofy to be like it's only five hours long I won't I don't want to pay full price for a five hour game and I'm like ah but if the game's really good like who cares how long it is those games build a lot of replayability um, yeah I think that the, again there's more that you can do in the after game for two than there is for three because they have the side stories um right. resident evil 3 is a lot more like here's some costumes that you can use here's a harder difficulty uh here is fucking new weapons that you can unlock stupid weapons that you can unlock like i would say that resident evil 3 is more aligned to like hey once you beat the game now speed run it try to get a better score try beating it in less than two hours which i can't fucking wrap my head around um maybe that'll come what's the what's the, what's the msrp on this is this a 60 dollars? it's a 60 dollar game okay and i honestly think it's worth the 60 dollars that i would have spent on it had it come out when i got the free Shut copy <laughs> um but no i forgot about that <laughs> besides the fact no resident evil 3 is a great game uh go go fucking buy that uh last thing i got final fantasy 7 remake i'm not gonna get too in depth about it but I am going to give my initial thoughts on it. It is very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Um, there's only a few things that I think needed more work. Um, I don't think that the voice acting for the party is almost impeccable. I used to not like Cloud. I fucking love Cloud. He is a sarcastic little bitch. I fucking <laughs> love it. He is constantly talking shit to people, and it's great. Yeah. Um, Barrett is perfectly cla- casted. Like, yeah. I I love the stupid little one-liners and his like his big gargantuan voice, and he tries to like size up people who are smarter than him, and uh, it's it's fucking great. Um, Final Fan, the storyline so far is really being fleshed out, though by the secondary characters wedge biggs jesse uh which is good because i don't think they'd played a whole huge role in no the they were just like oh wow cloud is really really cool i hope you stick around and then they yeah, die that was basically, yeah. <laughs> and then they die i mean when i was younger i didn't even know jesse was a girl i thought it was a dude <laughs> well it's a chick oh um, no they are making the game interacting with them i'm about six seven hours into the game i'm about to bomb reactor five which if you compare that to what went on in the actual game uh playstation final fantasy 7 that's about two three hours in so they've added a lot of shit to it they've changed the story significantly too like it it is a big difference 
So in the game, you're supposed to only be in Midgar. And I would a lot of people were worried about like, well, Midgar was only like a four to seven hour segment in the original game. How are you going to figure that out? They, they fucking figured it out. That's just just the All best right. way that I can put it. They fucking figured it out. Uh, I saw Max playing it, and he summoned Ifrit, and that shit looked great. That shit's cool. That shit's real cool. That shit's also really fucking useful. Because now summons are kind of like an extra character that fights with you. So when you summon okay. Ifrit, I could just be like, yo, go hit that guy. And I just go focus on this motherfucker. Because there's this one area where we had a bunch of enemies surrounding us, and they had these big old mechs. And I'm like, shit, I'm I'm one person, and there's three of these motherfuckers. Summon Ifrit. Go go <laughs> handle those two. No, it's... He's like, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, issues with the game. NPC characters that are not central to the story sound like shit. Um, I mean, s- some of them are good. You could tell that s- the same voice actors have been used over and over again. Uh, just because just they sound the same. Uh, two, because the, it's expensive to pay lots of people. <laughs> for Final Fantasy VII Remake, coming out of some Square Enix, this should have been, like, your biggest game. You know? You could pay the extra yeah. money to get more people, better people. Um, two, a lot of the textures don't look good. So there will be times where their face, their beard, would look very, very blocky instead of having a lot more detail like the main characters do. Um, that's unfortunate. When you see an NPC talk, for some reason their jaw detaches and they have really big mouths. Um, I, I, and I'm I'm is that the PC version? Or no, this is, is PS4. Just the... This is PS4. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I could be exaggerating a little bit. It's not really huge, but it's it's not what you see the NP like the secondary and primary characters like the way that they talk. When an NPC talks. It's a little awkward. Um, but no, other than that, I'm fucking, I'm fucking eating this shit up. I, I, I'm on record saying that I'm not a huge Final Fantasy VII fan. Yeah, it's good. It's one of the better Final Fantasies, but it's not like 9. It's not like 4. It's not like 12. This, this is really, really good. This is really special. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Hopefully I'll have it finished by the end of the week. Maybe not because I have other things I got to do, but I'm I'm really considering a second playthrough of that. That's that's really good. But that's good. Outside of that, that's my week. Well, my week uh I did not play many of the new games that came out. I've been asked a lot of people have been asking me, "Hey, did you get RE3 remake or did you get Final Fantasy 7?" I'm like, "No. I haven't been very like I want to get them, and I want to play them, but I haven't had the... You know what I've been playing this week? I've been playing fucking StarCraft and StarCraft 2 all fucking week. Like, I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll get... Like, I've been playing StarCraft because I was just like, oh, I haven't played through the story of StarCraft in a long time, so I'll go back and play it. And then I kind of, like, got, like, halfway through Brood War, and I'm like, all right, I get it. Let's go check out StarCraft 2. And I started playing it, and I forgot how much I liked the Wings of Liberty uh, uh, storyline. I didn't play Heart of the Swarm or the Legacy of the Void is the Protoss and the Zerg ones, mm-hmm. but I really liked Wings of Liberty, which is the Terran campaign. And uh, I heard that that's like the best one. I like I said, I haven't played the other ones. Uh, it was the first one. It was the one that you know. I, I just like the Terran. Like mm-hmm. the Terran are really cool. 
and they're really good units and all that stuff. But no, the story's cool. Like that's not a game that I'm gonna play multiplayer. Like I'm just playing the story. I have the first two. I actually need to buy Legacy of the Void and just play all the way through it because I haven't played all the way through it. But the problem is, like, I stayed up until almost 4 a.m. this morning just playing. I start. I sat in here in my office at, like, 11. I was like, all right. Or it was, like, 10. I was like, I'll play a couple, you know, missions. And Clar- Clarify, I 10 at night or 10 at 10 in the morning? 10 at night. Okay. 10 at night. I came in here at 10 at night because uh, my wife had gone to bed. And I next thing I knew, I looked over, it was 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I can't believe I just sat here and played this game for that long but i don't know i like it it's fun the storyline's interesting uh there's a lot of cool like not only do you learn like get new troops by doing missions you also can get like research points into protoss and zerg technology to up your your technology Mm -hmm. like right now one of the protoss things that i learned was i don't have to have scvs go and extract gas from a reactor it just automatically does it now it has like built-in pumps to where because the two current currencies that you have to or resources in the game are minerals and vespine gas Mm -hmm. and the reactors just now they just do themselves uh a lot of your every like your barracks which is where you train your infantry your uh machine shop which is where you get your tanks and your goliaths and all your other stuff and then your starports you always had an option to either build a tech lab or build a another kind of add-on you could only get one or the other and the one add-on would let you be able to build two units at the same time, but the tech lab would give you access to all of the able you like if with the with the one that would only give you two units, you could only do two specific units. Mm-hmm. Like you could do like with the barracks, it would only be like you could double train marines and medics. But if you put the tech lab on there, now you can train fire bats, marauders, uh, ghosts, all that stuff. Uh, but now there's a new ability that I got through the Protoss tree where it combines those two. So now I just have everything. I just build everything. Of course, I'm at the end game and all that shit. I don't know why I'm explaining a game that came out like six years ago. So, <laughs> but oh, God, it's probably even earlier than that. I would say like 2011 or 2012 is probably when the Wings of Liberty came out. But I don't know. I like the characters. Jim Rayner is a really good character. I like him. Uh so I've been trying to not play that because when I do, I know that I'm just going to sit there and play it non-fucking-stop. Uh, other than that, my internet has been fucking shit ass this week. So fucking bad. For one, it's because of COVID-19. Like, there's a, the, the internet provider that I'm with is just getting stressed the fuck out with having everybody on at certain times at night. Like, there are literally, like, even right now, like, traffic is so fucking, like, I pay for gigabit internet, and I just ran a speed test uh, not too long ago, and my download speed is at 40 megabits per second right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, I feel like it's a, there's a, it's a combination of the stress from the pandemic going on, and just the shitty wireless uh, modem router that I have. Mm Mm-hmm. And I ordered, and people know too that I was in the process of, or I'm in the process of building a home server and all that. Well, I got my new modem and I unboxed it, hooked it up, called my internet service provider, got it set up, and then I loaded up and I realized I looked on like the internet and it's like one of the first ones on modems you shouldn't buy. And I was like, fucking great. So happy that I bought this. So I finally decided to return it and I ordered another modem which I'm hoping is good. 
all that shit's gonna get handled next week so i don't know how it's going but man internet's been so bad like it's been like dropping towards the end of the night it'll drop every hour on the hour for like 10 to 15 minutes and then it comes back up and then does it again on the top of the hour and i'm in that really bad situation where there's only one internet service provider in my area that offers the internet that i want that sucks yeah it sucks real bad it's put a halt to my streams and all that stuff i mean for a while there uh, like a day or two i couldn't even do my work like for work because my internet was dropping i was having to work off of my hotspot. wow yeah it's real fucking bad and it's also because i live out in the fucking boonies too Mm -hmm. that's why but i don't know maybe when we get this new modem i'm gonna call get it set up and if uh if that modem doesn't work, I really think it was the modem because the modem I got was an Aris Surfboard SB6190, which is known to have a faulty Puma 6 uh, chip in it, which just like light latency is just through the roof and all this, you know, drops connection all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I purchased, I spent another extra $70 from the initial 90 I, bu- I spent on that one. And I picked up a Motorola, I don't know what the exact number on it was, but you said it's similar to the one that you have. Yeah. And my wireless router is fan-fucking-tastic that I got. I bought a TP-Link, like, AC3000. I don't know. It's like 150 bucks or something like that. It's great when it gets con- well, internet connected to it. Mm-hmm. But when it doesn't get internet connected to it, it's just a fucking brick is what it is. <laughs> like, routers don't do shit unless they're connected to a modem. Unfortunately. And, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see Tuesday when the new modem comes in and... Yeah, so when I called to get the one set up, I called uh, my ISP, and it said, all of our customer representatives are busy right now. Your call on hold could wait be you know over 20 minutes. And I'm like, whatever. I ain't got doing – I'm not doing shit. I'll just stay on the call. Because they do offer a callback number when they'll call you back when you're next in line, which I should have done. Because an hour later on the dot, I get through to a customer service representative. And then – he has to call me back twice to finally get things going to where that box gets internet. And it only got 20 megabits per second. Yeah. It's real bad, dude. You've been giving me paranoia and about that shit. It's stupid. And I was also... The lady I was talking to today was very, very helpful. She was very, very nice. And she was like, yeah, so she she wasn't really talking about the download speeds that much. She was just talking about like, oh, well, we want to make sure your plan ha- has you at 50 megabits per second for upload, which is usually like when you're uploading something like 35 seconds, somewhere around there. And she's like, okay, we're around like 42, 41. So we're going to schedule a tech to come out to make sure everything looks good and all that stuff. They're coming out Thursday. I've reset your modem. If the speeds get better, you can call and cancel it. And I said, okay, well, what about my download speeds? Because they're still kind of not like not where they're supposed to be. Is are so? Are you telling me like the upload speeds are more what I should be worried about because the download speeds fluctuate? And she goes, "That's exactly what I'm talking about." And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't feel like and that's I don't know true. enough to. I don't think it is true. Like I don't think it. Like granted, upload speeds are important if you're doing streaming or uploading videos and like shit that we're doing right now. Yeah, and all that stuff. But download speeds are pretty important too. Like. That's how you load your internet pages and all that shit. So, I don't know. Like I said, if I get the new modem and it hooks up and I get everything hooked up. yeah. So the other thing, too, is when the guy, the original guy, I was like, yeah, I'm getting it. That's the whole thing. He's like, do you have internet, sir? Do you have internet? And I so finally, I was like, I have internet, 
but I'm only getting 20 megabits per second, and I pay for a thousand. And he goes, oh, well, the connection's unstable, so just give it a couple hours, it'll level out. And I went, that's not how that works. At all. That's not how internet levels work. <laughs> like, you don't just wait four hours for your internet to level out. Yeah, no. No. Like, these guys are trying to pull me over so hard. The The silver lining of all this is I've got now a newfound interest in networking and administrative stuff. So I'm actually looking into, like, maybe taking some classes to learn and get some certifications and shit. So it's always good to learn. That's what's up. Yeah. Like I said earlier, the IT guys. Next, I mean, granted grocery store people and like those guys that are on the front lines they're super essential as well mm-hmm. but if there are no it guys we don't get no internet and then we die so alone <laughs> painful yeah and no one knows i can't tweet about it yep. so <laughs> ah shit i got shot sorry oh uh, man i also watched something this week as well oh here's i actually watched two things so uh, I started watching after our podcast last week. I was like, I'm going to go check out TsunamiAftermath.com. Mm-hmm. So I went and checked it out, and I was watching it. And they have a movie channel. So I caught a movie. I think it was Monday. Natural Born Killers was on. I don't know if you know what this movie is. I've heard of it. Uh, it's from like 94, 95. It's got Woody Harrelson, uh, Juliette Lewis, Robert Downey Jr. in it before he became Iron Man. Tommy Lee Jones is in it. Uh, I caught the second half of it. And at first, I didn't know how I felt about it because I was like, man, this guy who directed this is trying to throw his art. It's very like you ever watched a tool video. Yeah, it's got it's got weird like cutaways to like the actors that like drenched in blood and just like staring at the camera. All this artistic shit. The movie is a is boils down to how the media over glorifies prisoners and how shitty the prison system is and how it over glorifies mass murderers and turns them into celebrities and all this other shit. The messages behind the movie was really great, but I'm very, I was really conflicted with it. Cause I was like, man, the way that he, they're portraying this shit is just really guard. It's like super violent and all that stuff too. Like it's, it's, I, if you've never seen it, I'd say at least give it a shot, but it's weird, man. It's Robert Downey Jr. playing an Australian guy. I don't know. I I watched it, and I at first I was like, that movie fucking sucked. And then, like, I thought about it. And I was like, eh, it's not bad. Like, it's okay. So, I don't know. That's a movie that I used to own, and I've always, like, had it. But I never sat down and watched it. And it just took me going to ToonamiAftermath.com to be able to watch this fucking movie. Um... I don't know. But another movie we watched, uh, we sat down, and we took Scotty's recommendation, and we watched Onward last night. How, how is the, it? Uh, that movie's fucking great, dude. That movie had me laughing. I was crying at the end. Like, it might be different because I... It's a movie. It's a brother movie. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a brother road trip movie. And I am the older brother out of me and my brother, so a lot of that shit hit a little bit harder. The guy that Chris Pratt plays, I feel a lot like that character sometimes, especially when I was younger. Uh, but no, the rundown of it is is it it's a world where it used to be magic was like the thing. 
like magic was like it was really hard to learn and all this other stuff and they set it up they world build in like the first five minutes and it's just great everything just goes along with it it's a mythical world where there's like centaurs elves all this stuff and all that and uh but someone created technology and all this other stuff and everyone's like this is much easier so like people kind of forgot about magic and all that stuff and how the old world is and all that and it's just Tom Holland's character. His name's Ian. He turns 16. He's never met his dad because, I mean, they explain it right away. Their dad passed away before he was born and all that other stuff. But Chris Pratt and Tom Holland do a great job. The mom's good. Every character's great in this movie. Like, it's so good. The animation's great. Uh, his brother, who is Chris Pratt, plays uh, basically plays Dungeons & Dragons. And but the Dungeons and Dragons game is based off of real life historical events that happened in that world. Okay. Yeah, because it's a magical world, but it's just magic is still there, but it's just shifted to technology. Mm-hmm. Because we see how people like to learn, you know, basically there was like Gandalfs walking around where they could do fireworks and all this other shit, and now it's like it's funny because at one point uh, Barley, who is Chris Pratt's character is talking to one of the police officers who is a centaur. And he's like, he goes, do you know centaurs can run 70 miles an hour? He goes, why do I run? I have a car. And, <laughs> like, you just kind of, like, see the like the magic die in, like, Barley's eyes a little bit. But, no, it's it's really, really good. Uh, there were a couple parts. There was actually two parts. Like, I was crying real hard towards the end. And then there was another part where it's just – it. There's kind of like a rundown of like what happened with the dad and some of that stuff. That kind of hit me too. So, I don't know. I'm also a big-ass baby, so I don't know. But that movie's fucking great. I will be uh, – I want to watch it again. Uh, I do feel Chris Pratt did an amazing job, but Chris, Pr- Chris Pratt is playing a Jack Black character. Like, the character of Barley – I keep seeing, like, this should be Jack Black voicing this character. It's just, like, he has a van that he has, like, his musical equipment that has a huge mural on the side that he, it's, his van's name is Guinevere, and all this, like, it's, (laughs) it's fucking great, dude. There's one part where he goes, because Tom Holland's character, Ian, doesn't know how to drive yet because he's only 16. Mm -hmm. And at one point, he has to drive. He's like, what do I do? He goes, push it into O for onward. And I was like, what? And his gear shift is a screwdriver that he just has in, like, the fucking, like, crankshaft and all that. Like, it's it's really, really funny. Like, at one point, he's like, yeah, I modded the air conditioner myself. And it just turns on. And it's like a fucking typhoon on their face and all that. <laughs> no, onward's really fucking good. Like, it's like, and it's like what Scotty said, too. It's very refreshing to see a movie where everyone doesn't look like they should be in the movie Frozen. Mm-hmm. So, no. It's really, really Is good. It and I highly recommend. It's Pixar Disney. Okay. Yeah. We watched it on Disney+. Plus. Okay. That makes it easy. Because it's a watch. movie. It's one of those situations where the movie's supposed to be in theaters right now, but nobody can go to the theaters. Right. So, uh, but no, that I'll probably buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray, too. It's a very, very good movie. I don't... It, it stands alone. Like, it shouldn't... It should be just this movie. I don't want anything else. I don't want Disney to be like, we need more money, so let's make fucking sequel, like they did with Wreck-It Ralph, and the second one was garbage. So, I don't know. But if you're into those Disney Pixar movies, and you like a good, like, Scotty said he doesn't like fantasy as much as he likes space and stuff like that, so it didn't really click with him. I fucking love 
I prefer Lord of the Rings over Star Wars. Yeah. So that fantasy shit's great to me. And I love all of it. It's so also something this movie does is you know how every movie is like, oh, unicorns are so fantastical creatures and all this stuff. It treats them like they're fucking wild animals, and it's great. Once everything goes to the technology world, it shows a unicorn and it's eating out of a trash can, and it's like dingy. And another unicorn runs up, and they start hissing at each other, and they run <laughs> off and start sound. They sound so instead of sounding like horses, they sound like donkeys when they run off. It's it's really fucking great to see a movie that like takes like because everyone's always like, oh, unicorn is so awesome. Now fuck unicorns. <laughs> But no, it's it's a really really fun cute movie. I think your son would like it. He would probably like that movie. All right. It's funny and it's got mythical stupid ass creatures and stuff in it. Right on. He doesn't. He but, doesn't have a brother though. I mean, he'll like it because it's just cartoons and That's shit. True. So they got really funny jokes and all that. So. But yeah, that's basically it for my week. I forgot to add one thing to my week. Okay. So. Apparently, uh, Red Letter Media came out with a half in the bag of and their half in the bag is their movie review where they go and see new movies, which they couldn't go see this one. But apparently, Glenn Danzig came out with a movie called Veronica, which for hold people on, that don't on. know, first off, does it have anything to do with Elvis? No, okay. I don't think so. No, that man has a fucking hard on for him. Don't no, bad it, album. I think it's ba- it's based off of his uh, comic strip of Verotic or something okay. like that. Because it's called Violence and Erotic is the two. Like, that's how he came up with Verotic. But for okay. some reason, the movie's called Verotica. Uh, it's basically like a little anthology horror movie where it's like you have your host, like the Crypt, crypt Keeper. Or Elvira. And then you go in. Or Elvira, yes. And then you have three stories. Okay. This, this movie, I'm not going to say it's as... Because the, the reason The Room is good is because it's bad and Tommy Wiseau is a crazy fucking person. Yes. A lot of people are going to try and compare this movie to the this is the horror version of of The Room. But it's not even that good. It, it's, it's fucking bad. The, dude... Glenn Danzig's a fucking pervert, is what he is, first of all. <laughs> yeah, he's also fucking... He's kind of a shit person. He, he's a shitty person. He is a garbage fucking person. For like, people that don't know who Glenn Danzig is, he he's a like a metal He was a singer. member of the Misfits. He was a member yeah, of the Mif- they, Misfits, and then when he and, I think his name is Jerry Only, had a falling out, he was removed from the band, and then he started doing the band Danzig. Uh, yeah. which he came out People... with that mega hit mother which is a fantastic song yeah that mother that song's great uh i also like i am evil i am evil's good too yeah uh but other than that eh. so but this movie's bad this movie is he found a bunch of actresses i'm, I'm i really think they're just a bunch of porn stars that wanted to try and make a movie uh it's real bad it's called veronica and people should at least go watch the Red Letter Media review of it because it's an hour long review. <laughs> like well, all there are reviews parts... are an hour plus, isn't uh, it? This one's real bad, man. Like it's like I said, it's cut down. It, it, the acting's so bad in it. I don't know. It's I had to. I'm watching this review and I'm watching like clips of 
Oh my, I just remembered one of the fucking clips. <laughs> In the first video, okay, I'm going to give you a rundown of the first story. This first story, I can't remember what it's called, but the chick has a terrible pink wig on where she's trying to make herself look like, I don't know, the chick from Lazy Town is the first thing I thought of when I saw it. Okay. Uh, but she's getting hot and heavy with this guy. Yeah. And she he wants to take her shirt off. And cool. He, he's like, no. Or she's like, no, no, no. And finally he's like, fuck it, I'm taking your shirt off. He gets, you know, really rape, quite rapey. He takes her shirt off, and where she has nipples, she has eyeballs. <laughs> and... <laughs> That's not the worst of it, because then the guy's like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And then she cries, because she's sad, but she also cries from her nipple eyes. (laughs) And then, (laughs) apparently these nipple eyes have magical powers, because one of the tears lands on a spider that's half across the way across from the room. And then the spider turns into Goro and starts killing people. And that's the first story. (laughs) Yeah, Glenn Danzig's fucking insane. So, (laughs) anyway, let's go to the news. (laughs) Dude, I don't even... This movie came out on Blu-ray. Like, I saw that. Dude, they so Red Letter Media showed as much as they could without getting hit by YouTube because they're like, we have to fucking show these boob eyeballs. And they show them for like a half a second. And I had to pause it. And they're just straight up where her nipples are are just regular ass eyeballs. And I just fucking lost it. I lost it, dude. It It's, I, oh my, ugh. I used to think Glenn Danzig was cool because, like, in the mother video, he's kind of cool. Like, he's buff and, like, all this and got this cool hair. And, like, when he was younger, I, Glenn Danzig's not, like, ugly when he was younger. He's fucking scary as shit looking now. But he's a fucking weird person, man. I don't know, man. Ever since he uh, he came out with that Elvis cover album, I think it's called Skeletons in the Closet, just, ugh, dude, no. No. Not 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 for it. That album's terrible. And I mean I can't think of anything else he's done besides like Mother and I Am Evil. Like he did uh was he the singer when Misfits uh did uh Where Eagles Dare? I don't remember. He Cuz that's like one of the I I, I really the Misfits I think relatively early on. Uh, I think he was there for Die, Die, My Darling. Yeah. Because what's the one guy's name? It's not Frankenfurter. I know who you're talking about. Um, the guy that has his hair down the middle? That's the only thing I remember. Uh, fucking... Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. That's what it is. Wow. Yes. They they kept him in the band. They kept Danzig in? So, about a year or two ago... Um, Jerry only reached out to Danzig and say, hey, we want to do a reunion with the full band, um, mm-hmm. which I don't think they were able to do, but they got the three core members back. They got Doyle, they got Jerry, and then they got Glenn. And during the entire tour, they would, like, not fucking speak to each other. Like, they were there to do business. But wow. 
since then, fucking, it looks like Glenn stuck around because nothing he's doing is making any money. Like, his own band went bad. to shit. He had to go on, like, stupid TV shows and do cameos in order to keep any sort of I mean, of he's relevance. in Aqua Teen. I don't know if that's actually him, but his character's in Aqua Teen. I, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Like, he has that... When you when you look at interviews when he was younger, he's got the metal rock mentality. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he's like... They're like, oh, how do you compare other people's music? He goes, I don't compare other people's music to my music. My Our music is, like, my own. Mm-hmm. And that music is fucking garbage. But he's also just like... you Because, you know, like, now he's, he's fucking terrifying looking. Like, he's not fat, but he's not skinny. And what's really funny is he dresses, like, all in black. He's, like, pale as shit. Has, his hair is not what it used to be. But what's crazy is he's kind of, like, intimidating a little bit when you look at him. Yeah. But there's that picture of him walking. Like, he looks really buff and, like, he's, like, walking. And he looks sinister. But then you look over, he's got, like, two grocery bags and a box of kitty litter. And he's just like, all right, that's the reality of it. Like, yeah, you want to be metal as fuck and shit, but you still got to take care of daily shit. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, uh, that movie, I have only watched half of the the review, uh, but I have to watch the other half. And apparently it's storming as shit right now, so if I blow away, I'm going to go look for that uh, Best Buy. So <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's the last thing I remembered when I went to go use the bathroom. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. Uh, I have to go look at it now. Because yeah. as much as I don't like uh, Danzig... I'm a sucker for the stupid shit he comes out with. This is bad. And I looked him up. I only I looked up all the actresses, and I was like, "Yeah, there's one porn star there that I know right away." <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, we hit news. Yep. Okay. Let's see, what'd you send me? Oh, okay. What the fuck? Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely watch that. Uh, tiny Danzig, tiny anything, <laughs> it's gonna get me. I I fucking right. love that video. It is such garbage. Heading to news, first order of business. Stadia is free for two months. Yay! Not many people care, but it's free. Yeah, for the people that do have it, who gives a fuck? Uh, On April 8th, Phil Harrison announced on Google's blog space that due to facing some of the most challenging times in recent history, Google is offering free access to Google Stadia for two months. New signees will gain access to nine games in addition to their two free months, including Grid, Destiny 2 The Collection, and Thumper. Current subscribers will get the next two months of Stadia at no charge. Harrison also commented that due to more people at home during this time, we're taking a responsible approach to internet traffic and temporarily reducing native resolutions from 4K to 1080p. Noting the vast majority of people on a desktop or laptop won't notice a significant drop in their gameplay quality. As further sign of this supposed good faith measure, Google is extending three months of Google Stadia to certain YouTube premium members. Reception has been a bit cold with gamers dissatisfied by the idea of paying a premium just to buy games on a streaming service that has been unreliable at best. But some users are claiming that Stadia has improved since launch. Uh, what does it mean by certain YouTube premium members? Uh, it's not every single YouTube premium member. So, I I unlocked, I got the three months free. I wonder if you, certain YouTube premium members, I wonder what the, I mean, I don't want it. 
I'm not acting like, oh, I have it. I want to be one of those. I'm just, I'm more curious to like, what's the criteria for those certain YouTube premium members? Are they ones that are influencers? Is that what it is? Well, that's not true because I got one and my oh. influence circle is. Small. Maybe I got one. And I just didn't notice. <laughs> I mean, I had to go search it in my email history. Because they said even your email put that shit in junk. <laughs> yeah, th- that's where it was found. <laughs> it went straight to the spam folder. <laughs> but no, that's I great. I got it. I unlocked it. I'm gonna. I'll play around with Stadia for a little bit. I'm probably not. Do, gonna... do you have the? That's right. You don't have to have the Stadia equipment. Right. right no. Like the Founders okay. Edition came with like the the controller and I guess a Chromecast. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I don't care either. The, uh, I mean, I'll give it a shot. Here's the thing, though. Like, they're just giving this shit out. But NVIDIA has a service called uh, GeForce Now, which Uh is essentially the same thing, but it's half the price. So, like, Stadia is, like, either $8.99 or $9.99 a month. You fucking, GeForce Now is free. Now, with GeForce Now, if you get the free account, you're able to play up to 1080p. Uh, and I think there might be a time limit on the amount of time that you can play on anything that's not a computer. So you could play off your your phone, but uh, you might only get like three, four hours. Whereas right. if you get the Founders Edition, which I also got in on, um, it's $5 a month. It has RTX support, so you'll be able to have high-quality uh, support right. with like RTX graphics cards and all that bullshit. Uh, you can connect to your Steam library and have it stream off of that. Um, you know, it's offering more. It's giving it to you for three months for free. And, like, people are, like, super excited about it. Stadia is using the pandemic as an excuse to be like, here's some yeah. free demos of our shit service. Yeah, please play our thing. Please play our platform. I've seen, we've seen this before with other shit. Yeah, it's, here. here's the thing. I... I haven't played Stadia. I haven't seen any updates on like actual gameplay of Stadia, and now that I have it for free, I am going to give it a shot. Um, I think that you should give it a shot because I want to see the difference between you know me who lives in a metropolitan area and you oh, who okay. lives in Has rural sh- Arkansas and see the quality that we get depending the on the internet we put together is. with sticks and stones. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that, but you said that. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, we don't want to sound like a broken record. People that listen to our podcast know how we feel about Google Stadia. But, I mean, at least we're going to try it and we didn't have to pay for it. So we, now we can actually give, like, oh, now we can play it and be like, oh, this is fucking garbage, just like we thought it was going to be. Yep, that's that's but, the plan. But don't I, I? I also wouldn't look at this as being like, oh, good guy Google giving away, helping out during the pandemic, so no. people can play video games. No, good guy Google just knows how shit their product is, and they're trying to use it as a advertising game. Have they bypassed the thirty game mark? Like, do they have thirty games? I don't know. You said nine games, and I started laughing. Well, that's so. that's what they have available for free. So what I don't know. Are you talking about in their full library? Yeah, their full library. I think that they're I think they passed thirty. I think they're now around like forty. But But they're not at fifty. No. <laughs> they they don't have shit. Near meanwhile, GeForce Now has like twenty eight free games available. 
it's stupid. Yeah, they have a better thing too, where it works off of your Steam library too. So yeah. Anyway, any anyway, yeah. Who else is dumb? Uh, GameStop. GameStop's pretty fucking stupid. Uh, the entire state of Massachusetts has shut down GameStop. Uh, GameStop has been forced to close down all of their stores after they ordered employees last week to wrap their hands in plastic bags and give customers their orders through a crack in the door. The business has yet to provide a valid essential service and has not uh, is not allowed to provide curbside assistance during the pandemic as per Massachusetts state law. Uh, GameStop has continually violated the state order to close since March 24th, allowing customers who weren't able to purchase games online to go on site and pick up games at the store. Uh, if no gloves were available, employees were instructed to lightly tape a GameStop plastic bag over your hand and arm. Do not open the door all the way. Keep the glass between you and the guest's face. Just reach your arm out. On Tuesday, the Inspectional Services Department of the City of Boston ordered the Dorchester store cl to close, and while there were no fines issued, a nuisance order has been submitted, and GameStop has since closed all of its stores down in the state of Massachusetts. This is following a similar case in Pennsylvania where the state governor revoked GameStop's business license and forced all locations to close in that region. The incident prompted the company to announce that they would shutter all locations across the U.S., but obviously that is still not the case. CEO George Sherman has fought local and state governments since the beginning of the pandemic, fighting to keep GameStop afloat and claiming that GameStop at its core is an essential business as the demand for video games has increased. Why would you not <clears throat> why would you not focus on beefing up your online community to buy games that way? I don't think they have the capital for it. You don't think so? I like don't. instead of like for one, like this is going to sound real shitty, but it's reality. If they were to focus and shift everything to the online, uh you don't have all these stores that are still open. You don't have to pay all these employees. Your employees, the employees aren't at risk. So it's kind of a win-lose situation there. You set up a situation to where your employees still get paid because every company should have some kind of backlog like that to be able to do that. Uh, yeah, you put, don't put your employees at risk. You don't have to pay the utilities for each of those stores being open. Like, why? Now it's become a pissing contest for uh, George Sherman now. Is what it is. He wants to try and be like, we are essential. We said we're essential in the face of, uh, not diversity, but, you know, the government, they're going to be like, the government can't shut us down like that. Like, dude, you are, you just told your employee to put a bag on their hand and tape it to hand something to somebody. I don't think that they have enough money to operate past a month. In my mind, this is the way that I think that GameStop operates. They have one warehouse. Maybe two, but I'm pretty sure they only have one warehouse in Texas. That warehouse doesn't really have a whole lot of product because their product is spread across other GameStop stores. Oh, right, right. So whenever GameStop doesn't have anything, they can either tell you to go to another store or they can have it shipped to you by another store. So it's not like Amazon where there's multiple distribution centers. There's one warehouse and there's not a lot of games coming in because their entire business model not only is based off of the new games, but it's based off of used games. Right. That's why they're okay. constantly trying to get their used games to come in. Go ahead. 
That's true. I, that's what I was going to say is before you said the used games part, I was like, if that's so, then close your doors to the public and keep a couple, keep your employees in your stores to fulfill those shipment orders out to other places. But like you said, if they don't have that constant revenue of used games coming in, then their business model kind of falls apart. That Yeah, that's that's a huge part of their business. That's the entire reason why they do what they do. I don't know how they're taking in used games now. I have no yeah, fucking I, clue. If they are at all, because what is, what will the average Joe Schmo do? What would I do? Would I send a game out and try to get credit off of it? Or would I just drop my games off at a storefront and get cash now? I'm going to do the latter. So if I, yeah. if I'm being told I have to go trade my games in and pay the $6 stamp fee to ship it yeah. out, fuck that. And wait. Fuck that noise. So GameStop is... GameStop. There was another story that Mr. Haru shared. I don't know if you watched that video. I didn't watch the video, but I, it looked like it was really shitty. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Fucking GameStop is now selling hand sanitizer. What? Yeah. Oh, dude. I didn't watch the video. Oh, oh, bro. They're selling hand sanitizer. Oh, oh, it's not done yet. Is it gamer it's hand not, sanitizer? Oh, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not what you think. It's not what you oh. think. So, uh, Camelot311, whatever his name is, I'm not a huge fan of the guy. Um, I think he's a little weird. There's been a lot of questioning in his uh, in his stories. A lot of things where we're like, eh, did that really happen? Um, I'm not saying that they are true. I'm not saying that they're not true. Um, I am a skeptic at heart. However, the news that has come out, he has come out with video evidence of this taking place. And there's been some proof, uh, some truth to what he said in this case. So I'm, I'm willing to talk about this one. So at the warehouse location, there was a few confirmed cases of COVID-19 where the employee working at the warehouse was getting checked, get his, get his temperature checked, shit like that. Um, and was confirmed to be, yes, you have coronavirus. They uh-huh. made him work the rest of his shift and told him not to tell anybody. Then the second shift showed up. I could be I could be getting this part wrong, but this is what the way that I understand it. Second shift showed up and worked for four hours before GameStop management told them to go home because they were cleaning out the store for maintenance. Oh my god, dude. They released so- a like a small little not a press conference, but they released a statement saying that for you know, whatever day they were planning on cleaning the store for fucking uh, health and safety issues and that everyone was expected to come back to work the next day. What the fuck? Then, and from what I understand, this was to help support uh, GameStop's fight as a essential business. They are now selling hand sanitizer. Now, hand sanitizer is usually very in, in a gel form. It's one part alcohol, another part something else stuff stuff (laughs) um i know that in order for you to get to the alcohol you would have to do something to the product itself like for example when we were in boot camp and we wanted to get drunk we would burn the hand sanitizer to separate the alcohol from the the sanitizer don't do this future recruits don't do this we would burn it so that we can get drunk off of rubbing alcohol because that's essentially is, is what it is well 
a manager or an employee got a shipment to their GameStop and they have like this GameStop no like there's no labels on it. It's just called hand sanitizer. And they open it up and they squirt it on the ground or on the table and it's pure fucking liquid. And he's touching it and I'm like this this is just rubbing alcohol. This is liquid. It's liquid. It's it's rubbing alcohol. That's all it is. And what they're doing is that they're taking a vat of hand sanitizer that they had from years ago or not hand sanitizer, rubbing alcohol from years ago and filling it up with these bottles or into these bottles and then shipping them out. Why does GameStop have a vat of hand sanitizer? I don't fucking know. And it's not hand sanitizer. It's video rubbing proof alcohol. Of that? It's rubbing alcohol. I don't know why. It's a warehouse. They have, they probably have a use for it somewhere. What the f- but yeah, what? No, go watch that video. They're taking hands. They're taking rubbing alcohol and calling it hand sanitizer. And here's the thing: in order for you to sell a product that is about hygiene, it needs to be verified or have the approval of the FDA. Right. Well, they don't have that. That don't. No, they don't have that. Oh, is this like a only one store? Or is this going out to this all games? This is boxes? the warehouse shipping out the hand sanitizer and putting it in little controller GameStop bags. Oh my god! Holy shit, dude! Reggie shit can't save him. Yeah, that's what I was Re- saying. I hope Reggie gets sees all this. He's like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd go back to pizza or Domino's before this shit. <laughs> What's VH1 doing lately? Oh, my God. Dude, it's insane. It's ins- Oh, my God. It's so fucking insane. Uh, it's, it's stupid. It's if fucking dumb. If you are listening to this podcast and you're still working at GameStop, I understand that you need to make money. But there's better out there, man. There's so much better out there. Uh, yo, honestly, I'd rather be unemployed. At that point, yeah. Like, see, that's getting to the point where you say, I work at GameStop, and it's embarrassing to say you work at GameStop. Mm. Everyone looks at you and goes like, damn, you poor soul. This is crazy, because I remember when working at GameStop used to be, like, the fucking shit. Like, I want to work at GameStop. Like, you get to, like, like that's the shit that's supposed to be cool. You see when the new games are coming out, all that. Oof, man, I've heard, we've heard, we've all heard the horror stories. Mm-hmm. We have friends that lived through the horror stories scotty is a walking testament example yes to that shit nah fuck that fuck that shit on a silver platter i don't gamestop won't go down they won't go down uh without a fight like they're gonna keep fighting until the fucking end they're gonna do the shittiest shit ever i honestly think that they'll be gone in six months or they'll be bought out or re reshuffled into something else rehabilitated yeah gamestop <laughs> as we know it it will not exist in six months i guarantee it so that amazon's gonna be real happy about that uh-huh. <laughs> so man yeah i gotta go watch that video yeah you that's do. that's fucking insane anyway last well last piece of this news. is the one i was waiting for so okay. so animal crossing new horizons has been banned in china uh and i say banned with quotation marks uh we'll get into it the hong kong protest has found a new way to voice their opinion 
their find a new voice for their protest, and that has been through Animal Crossing. On April 1st, U.S. gamers Alexis Ong released a feature showcasing the islands and artwork of Hongkongese players fighting for their freedom of speech by protesting the policies of Hong Kong Governor Carrie Lam and her connections to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, capture feed shows uh, the protest. Uh, let me restart that because I scrolled down. I lost my place. Uh, capture feed shows off the protest parties where players take photos of Lamb and hit them with bud catching nets. Uh, in front of them <laughs> is a banner that reads "Free Hong Kong Revolution Now." Uh, this well, this must China be- is asshole. China- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this must have caught the attention of the CCP as Animal Crossing has now been removed from a huge Chinese e-commerce site. Uh, storefronts on the eBay-like platform Taobao has found all of their listings for Animal Crossing New Horizons removed. Any searches for the game yield no results, only Animal Crossing-themed merchandise. Animal Crossing New Horizons has not been officially released in China due to the strict regulations on video games. Only three games have been approved by the CCP from Nintendo, all of which are connected to the Super Mario series. Nintendo has been working with Tencent to bring special versions of their games over to China. As of now, players are only able to get their hands on the games by purchasing purchasing international versions. Taobao announced that the removal was due to a 2017 law that banned the sales of imported video game discs, a policy that has rarely been enforced, uh, only targeting select games. Daniel Ahmad states that the policy was only enforced if a game fell under two criteria. The game has content or user-generated content that is deemed to be too offensive or violent, or if the game has become very popular and caught the attention of regulators. In this case, Animal Crossing allegedly falls under both categories as user-generated content for the game has been used by Hong Kong protesters and is uh, and for other political-sensitive user-generated content. The game is also extremely popular on social media and everyone knows about it. This isn't going to stop players who have already purchased the game from playing offline or online through their imported Switches. Instead, Chinese players can still procure the game so long as it's a brick-and-mortar storefront that still carry it, or by switching their region on the Nintendo eShop. There have also been rumors of sellers on Taobao who will discreetly sell you the game under the table. Uh, it hasn't been officially stated that Animal Crossing has been banned in China due to the protest, but considering that everything from Winnie the Pooh to broadcasts of the Houston Rockets have been blocked, we wouldn't really be that surprised. I love the fact that Animal Crossing is getting black market trades and sales. <laughs> Here's the thing. The game is actually very popular in China. Um, yeah. There's even like government officials who are using Animal Crossing as part of their, um, I guess, marketing is the wrong term, which really should be the wrong term when talking about anything political. But it's it's part of like their outreach programs. Like, there's like a region in China or a city in China where the chief of the fire department uses Animal Crossing characters to promote their stuff or, you know. That's cool. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. That shit's going to get the shut the fuck down. <laughs> yeah. Like here here's the I think would be the direction that they try to go into it. They know that Animal Crossing is really really popular. And uh-huh. while China is a communist country, um, I would say that they're very more along the lines of being socially communist while also being very capitalistic. They, there's mm-hmm. nothing more that they want other than 
money. M- money. They want they want money to and power. business. You know, because fucking like you said, money is power. Um, so I can see them working with Nintendo in making a China friendly edited version. Right. Where yep. certain things you can't post or there's maybe like some sort of vetting process. But at the same time, uh, when I say vetting process, I mean like vetting process for like the artwork that's made. Um, It'll go through like some kind of screening, like the free Hong Kong revolution now would trigger something. Right. And, uh, but would... at the same time, that would also be like a lot of fucking work because there's going to be millions of people playing Animal Crossing. China there's... would do it just for China would do it. <clears throat> Again, I, I don't know. I mean, we're talking about a country that has like social credit, like social credit's a thing. So if you're doing something that has been reported to be not in for the good of the yeah. the nation or the country, um, they'll fuck with you. Like they'll make it so yeah. that you can't fucking limit travel. your internet hours. Yeah, internet yep. hours tell you you can't travel first class or travel at all. Um, yep. Just they'll just do stupid shit to you until you get your social credit back up into good standing. Um, Basically, if you do the things they want you to do, right? Um, which we as Americans, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, on paper, in theory, yeah, that might be a good idea. But I'm not going to have someone else tell me that I can't do the things that I do on my own fucking property that's not fucking It works for children. Yeah. It works for young children. And you're treating these people like fucking children. But. And they're not going to take it. Because, I mean, children take it because they don't know any better. Like, they don't know, like, okay, yeah, I got, you know, I got to do what my mom and dad says. I got to believe what they say and all that other stuff. Right. These are grown-ass fucking adults, man. You can't just be like, oh, man. Yeah, sadly, though, that shit, it's it's so great. When I read a uh, working with Nintendo, or Nintendo has been working with Tenzin to bring special versions of the games over to China. Uh, I just want one of those copies of the games for my collection. So... <laughs> <laughs> Be like, here's the Freedom Crossing, and then here's the <laughs> the shitty Oppressive Crossing. They they need to change American or international versions of Animal Crossing to Freedom Crossing. I just want someone to Where edit. Protests are legal. I want to e- someone to edit the front of Animal Crossing to say China is asshole. <laughs> I would buy that game in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, you know, it's fucking racist. That's borderline racism. I'm quoting a person that said it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You have seen that, haven't you? I I haven't. Yeah, there's a video of when the protests like were first starting. Did you just think I was a fucking racist? <laughs> <laughs> I have to stay on that for a second. Hold on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> No, there's a video of, like, it's a news reporter or something that's, like, interviewing or somebody, and they're talking, like, protesters and all this other <laughs> stuff, and the one guy goes, China is asshole, and it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen, so that's what I was bringing up. I'm not <laughs> racist. <laughs> you know, there there is... I can't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> there, There is a certain level of... Of racism, that's that's not going to come out right either. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't feel bad about being racist to a political party. That's the best way. That Chris I is asshole. I I am an asshole. <laughs> I am an. That's the best way I could put it. 
Uh, Ugh. Fuck. You just don't forget. Uh, that's what I love about this is because of COVID-19, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I said when coronavirus was getting big. I was like, what happened to the protesters? Where is that? Where where are they? Where ha- What happened to them? Yeah. It's good to see that they're still there. In in one form or another, I love it. They're they'll they're never gonna stop and fucking more power to them, man. Yeah, let's not forget the reason why that this is going on. Uh, the reason why these protests are a thing is because Carrie Lam was allowing an extradition bill to go in where China can just yank Hong Kongese citizens and bring them over to China to face charges that may or may not be legal. I mean, that's a thing that. China is guilty of fabric. It could be fabricated, whatever the case is. I mean, we're talking about a country that fucking, uh, has been taking its Muslim citizens and putting them into internment camps or worse. Cause we don't know what goes on in there. So also, yeah, they could just not be anywhere anymore. It, I, I want to say, I, I mean, no harm to people who are of Chinese descent. You're, but if you're from China, your fucking country, your your policies suck. Okay, not not the all, yeah. not everything about it, but like these totalitarian. Yeah. It's like these Amer- there's a lot of American sides. These authoritarian fucking policies, they're fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. And me as an American, I I can't fucking understand that shit. So, whatever, that's my story. I can understand shitty policies. Yeah. Because we see him every day, so... Yeah, this is coming from a motherfucker that has goddamn Trump as his president. Motherfucker's my boss. He's right across the river from me. So, yeah, whatever. Anyway, that's... Animal Cross is the best game ever. It's it's pretty great. (laughs) I might buy it now. Just Oh, you haven't bought it yet? No, I have not. I don't think it's a game that you're going to like, though. I think it might be something Tiff likes. No, so Tiff hates Animal Crossing, and I can deal with it. Like, I like... Really? I like some of Animal Crossing, uh, but it's a very once-in-a-while thing. I can never stay consistent on it, because what do I play? I play RPGs and fighting games. (laughs) Collect-a-thons have never been big on me. I was about to say, this isn't a game where you're learning a skill and perfecting that skill. Right, so... Like fighting game, it would be getting better at a game or something like that. Exactly. But that's it for news. All right. Well, it sounds like you're about to die, so I guess I'm going to read questions. I'm not this about week. to die. <laughs> I have like my allergies are coming back, and mine. I since we started this podcast, I have had a thumping headache in the back right side of my brain, so I'm trying to get through the podcast so I can go to bed. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, let's let's hit uh, so. let's hit questions. Uh, apparently, we now have a theme <laughs> where everyone puts five fucking questions up. So that's cool. Thanks, yeah, and I've, I've, I put the call out in the wrong fucking channel. Oh, beautiful. So that's why this. So that's why this is an image file instead of actual text. That's fine. I forgive you. Uh, Mr. Haru has five questions. Question one: What do you think is the stronger hype track, uh, BFG Division from Doom 2016 or Slayer Gate in Doom Eternal? So when he put the question up, I went ahead while I was getting stuff ready for the podcast. I put I listened to BFG uh, Division first, and then I listened to uh, Slayer Gate, and I kept going back and forth, going back and forth. Uh, both of those games are, or both of those uh, tracks are very representative of what the game they are from. Mm-hmm. Uh, BFG is a much long; it's a longer song, but it has a lot of it's slower build up, 
and it, it you ramp there, you get there, you slow down a little bit more, you go right back up, and it kind of does that for about nine minutes. Uh, Slayer Gate is just boom, you're in it. Let's like let's fucking rock. It's a super well representation of each of those games because Doom Eternal is just like let's do it, jump on in. But Doom 2016 is like, all right, let's ease into it. All right, shit's hitting the fan. Now it's time to calm down again. What do I personally like more? I like BFG uh, Division more. Okay. Because I like the slow buildup. I like the just uh, – it's just really good. I do like Slayer Gate, though, because there is a little riff in there that I heard that it sounds like a lot of uh, – it has a little bit of At Doom's Gate in there. Which is the original track from you know Doom, and all that. But yeah, I think I like BFG Division a little bit better. I'm gonna listen to it a little bit of it real quick. It's they're pretty good. While you listen to those, uh, we're gonna come back to that question. And uh, the second question that he has is: Do you believe? Do you believe? I don't know why my voice did that. Uh, do you believe there is a rise of games that don't treat the player? base like beginners and go back to the basics of challenging gameplay equally rewarding gameplay we have gotten so used to tutorial heavy walkthroughs that it hasn't felt until like doom eternal or devil may cry series that we came back to it both are modern released games that are so blatant and how skilled the player has to perform in order to beat the game that they end wait but by the end they are at the sh- oh, okay yeah, I get what they're saying, what he's saying. I, I butchered it really, really bad. But basically, he's saying, do you think you were starting to see those games where it's just like, get in there. Oh, are you getting it now? <laughs> Sorry, audio listeners. Chris is in his groove right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. And dude, I don't think he can hear me. fucking track, dude. Okay. okay, yeah. Are you listening to BFG Division no, no, first? I'm listening to Slayer. I know what BFG Division is. I'm listening to Slayer's Gate. Slayer Gate's real good. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Slayer Gate's the track that when I was playing, I I, took, I paused for a second. I was like, "What is this? This song's great." Yeah, let's let's hit this one first. Um, okay. Yes, I do think that you think we're we're on a rise of the uh, no more hand wa- hand holding baby walkthroughs. I do, I do think so. Um, do I like it? Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. Um, I I'm a quick learner. Uh, I prefer – this is the system that I like better. Uh, I don't like tutorial modes. It's one of the biggest reasons why I can't get into Monster Hunter World because the first 20-something hours <laughs> is a fucking tutorial. And they're always sh- – it's super slow. They're always trying to show you. I want to get in there and I want to fight, okay? Yeah, but I can see with Monster Hunter World because it was a, such a different fucking game. Iceborne is different. Iceborne okay. is different tracking on that what i would rather see and this is why i also like fantasy star online a lot in fantasy star online too if i have a question about something i can go to a manual and i can look that shit up in final fantasy 7 remake if i have a question on something there is a manual and i can look that shit up so my very specific questions on how to do something is explained to me via a manual i don't want to spend 10 minutes Going through a a tutorial tutorial. and being forced to learn these things. It's the reason why I like Dark Souls. Dark Souls in the very beginning. Hey, hit this button to do this. And then you show me an enemy. Good luck, fucker. (laughs) And then they're just like, throw you to the wolves. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Like, 
It's a dope. You know what I hated? Go ahead. You know what I what? hate and I see, I don't see it as much anymore, but it is the load screen that is a controller layout tutorial. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you don't, for one, that's a terrible place to put that. That should be, like, a pause screen or something like that. Because you can't see it all, and then when you're done, like, it loads into the next screen. Like, I've always hated those as well. The thing is, if you're going to show me that, you know, on a load screen, it would make sense for, like, a game like Sonic 06, because those load screens are awful. (laughs) But on, like, a competent game... Like, like it's PC only going to show for two seconds. I can't yeah. read the whole fucking thing. Like, that's the thing with uh, Anarchy Reigns. Anarchy Reigns, during the load screens, will show the entire controller and its button layout, but it's gone in three seconds, so I yeah. can't fucking keep track of what all the buttons do, what combinations do what, you know? Because I'm not great at that game. There are certain things that I keep on forgetting about and be like, oh, that's how you do you know, your killer weapon in the air or some stupid shit like that. Yeah, because we play so, it once a month. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, no, I like this lack of hand-holding. However, I do think that it's... Mm, what I am afraid of happening is that people start falling off of video games because they feel that it's too hard. I know that that's strange coming from somebody who called people a bunch of bitches because they couldn't play Sekiro. Um but if you don't have enough people wanting games, then you don't get new games. Exactly. So uh, I sword. I like the idea of having separate tutorial modes. Like if you don't know how to play the game, then do the tutorial mode that is separate from the actual game itself. Don't put that my tutorial in the actual game. Or That's... the tutorial is on a certain difficulty. Yeah, whatever. Just, you know. I don't know. Make it easier for people who know the game or competent with the game. And every single time we start off, we don't have to be on fucking tutorial island forced to do all the stupid shit hand-holding thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I like to just jump in the game and play. Yep. Let me learn on as I go. I mean, I always, I I go back to it and eat, and there's a video by Eagle Raptor that talks about it too, but Mega Man X teaches you everything you need to know in the first stage, and the first stage is great. It teaches you how to wall climb because you fall down that one pit, or not wall climb, but uh, wall kick. It teaches you that some enemies can be killed in one shot, some take more shots, all that shit. Like, it's, it's a tutorial, it's a tutorial stage, but it doesn't feel like it. So... But no, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. So, Question three. If you can turn a video game into a CG animated movie, not a live action one, what would it be? And would it be an adaptation or a completely original storyline? I, I mean, I always we always go to the de facto one, but you could do a really good CG movie of Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. It's got enough content in it to do a probably competent hour, hour and a half movie. Uh, I'm going to go one step further, and instead of a movie, I would like to see like an animated series of this. Um, me and my wife were talking about old RPGs to my roommate, um, what we really enjoy. Uh, Lost Odyssey has one yeah. of the best narratives yeah. that I've ever played in the game. I love that fucking game. It's fantastic. And I would like to see the 1,000 memories played out. Uh, a lot more in depth. Um, if you've never played Lost Odyssey, 
uh, do so. It's on the Xbox 360. It's a large four-disc game. Uh, traditional turn-based RPG mechanics. Um, but that game is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, would li- I would like to see something like that. I would like to see a full-fledged uh, anime of Chrono Cross. No, Chrono Trigger. I'm sorry. I would go with either one. Both of them are great. Yeah. yeah. Both of them are fantastic. More Chrono Cross than Chrono Trigger. I think that the anime would work out for that more. Well, um, I mean, if you did the uh, uh, Toyama, like how the cutscenes were for uh, Trigger, Chrono Trigger, you could do it that way. Yeah. Feel you on that. Yeah. Uh, question four. What is a franchise you wish would come back but likely won't due to the company managing it having no wish to do so? For me, Ninja Gaiden says, hello, stuck in pur- purgatory with the Razor's Edge. Oh, fuck. Um, I need assistance with this one. Mm, uh, right. I guess you I mean, you could say F-Zero. I don't see anyone. Oh, yeah, we... We go back to F-Zero a lot. Yeah, but it's true. That's a game that I don't think the company would go back to it. That's not true. I think Nintendo would eventually go back to it. We got to think of something that they just won't go back to that you are just stuck with. Oh, shit. I'm trying to think of games. Darkstalkers. They've done three of them. But they haven't made a fourth one. It's been years. If no, we're going to go like been... it only came out when with... Was... When ahead. did three come out? Three came out like a while ago. Like way a long time ago. Darkstalkers 3. Hold on. I don't... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Dark... Uh... What's the one with 97. the... I'm no, I'm thinking of the one with the what's the one with the four fucking horsemen of the apocalypse? Darksiders. Oh no. That's, that's what I, I got it mixed up. Yeah, Darkstalkers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Breath of Fire would also be another really good series to get back yeah. into. Um fuck. I'm trying to think of other like RPGs that I played when I was younger. Or even platformers. Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> I'm stuck with nuts and bolts. <laughs> now nah, fuck that. I'm stuck with Tui. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I we're never gonna get a Buck Bumble. Another Buck Bumble. <laughs> You're lucky you got the first one. <laughs> uh, I guess I would also say um, Legacy of Kane. Yeah, Legacy of Kane too. Legacy of Kane or Legacy of Kane. You know, I don't think they're ever gonna do another. When's the last Prince of Persia game? Oh, fuck. I actually yeah. heard murmurs that they were doing a Prince of Persia, though. There wasn't... Was there one on PlayStation 3? Yes. Okay. There was. Because I just remember the, the PS2 ones. I think there were, like, three on PS2. There was three or four. I do know there's that the they... original. Yep. Then the, there's Sands of Time. There's the Warrior Within. Within. Yep. There's two more, I think. And then they tried rebooting the series with kind of like this pseudo-CGI... Um, yeah, very saturated bright colors. There was the but Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Well. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, it kind of died out. I forget. That's a fucking. That's Thing. a video game movie. Yeah, I forget about that. I never watched it though. That movie kind of reminds me of another Disney movie that just didn't take off. 
Uh, it's very action oriented. It was somewhat sci-fi. Atlantis? No, no. Treasure Planet. No. no, Treasure Planet. It was it was live action. Titan A.E.? That oh, was live. Nope. It was live, live action. action. And I'm pretty sure Disney had a hand in it, and I'm forgetting what the name of it was. Oh no. It looked interesting, but it just did not do well at the box office, so they never did anything with it. Oh, well. gotcha. Uh, number five, do you believe that GameStop is truly at the last sign of retail video game stores at large, or do you think, like the industry before Nintendo, another will rise from the ashes there? Um, uh, GameStop's at the end, yes. Do we think something better will come from it dying? I don't know. Not right now, I don't think. If you look at industry, not just in video games, but industry as a whole, there is a gradual shift going towards a digital market. Um, I, today, for example, um, was able to get my medication, get my groceries, um, pick up a few vinyls. I was able Everything to do online. <laughs> all online and either have it delivered to my house or picked up at the location. I can see distribution centers being more of a thing um, where certain companies will have to go through certain logistic companies and they just pass their product to and from. Right. Um, I don't really think that brick and mortar has a chance to survive outside of small mom and pop shops. I do think I do think that there will be a substitute for GameStop when they finally do die out, um, but it will. I think it will be an all digital service. Where I don't know, man. Carrie's doing really fucking good up in Warp Zone. <laughs> Mom and pop shop. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Is the uh... shop literally in his backyard? <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> He literally just goes around the corner and opens up his store. He can just walk out back, and even if he doesn't want to open the store, he can just go out back there and play video games. Yeah, like... And he has everything! (laughs) That's so fucking cool. Uh, No, um, as far as corporations concerned and major shit like that, um, I think this is it, honestly. And you know what? I would love to see mom-and-pop stores rise again from all this. Yeah, but they're going to they have to be very um what's the word I'm looking for they have to be very creative with the way that they survive so yeah. we have a place down in uh, Fredericksburg that has some retro games not a whole lot but they're mainly a cafe and they host fighting game tournaments down there oh you didn't take me there uh i only found out about it until after you hung out oh okay <laughs> so the next time that we go, we'll go down there. Well, that's like my the card shop uh, back in my hometown. Uh, it's closing down, but they were mm-hmm. not just doing magic. They were doing magic, and on Friday there were smash tournaments, and then they yeah. had all this other shit and all that too. But I mean, it's like Sage. Sage is primarily a retro video game shop, but they do cards, they do comics, they do graphic novels, they do collectibles, and they have fighting game tournaments every Friday, Saturday, and Thursday. So and he has like arcade cabinets too that. Exactly, yeah. He bought into a shit ton of arcade cabinets that you pay money to use. So you have to be creative in order to stay relevant. Well, that's 
maybe it'll weed out the uh, the shitty mom and pop shops that just don't have any creativity and all that shit. Maybe we will get the good ones and the the video game store will be like not treasured is the the treasured isn't the word I'm looking for, but it's gonna be the cool place to go to again. Yeah, and each one's gonna be different. It's not like I walked into this GameStop and they had all the same shit, but they didn't have my game. So I went down the street to the other GameStop. <laughs> I think that that's also a little bit of a pipe dream, largely because look at the popular games that are out now. Yeah. Everything that's popular, you can play off of an Xbox, a PS4, and connect it to the internet. You don't even have to get going, out to download it. Going to places to hang out is not really... I don't know. I don't see a lot of teenagers out anymore. Going out to go well, hang out. Well, they're places. out down here, but they're out at driving their cars, and that's that's where I'm from. Like mm-hmm. these dumbasses are still meeting up at the local place with all their trucks and their cars and shit and hanging out. I'm like fucking. Even Hallie like almost rolled the window down last weekend. It was about to yell, "Go home, <laughs> <laughs> you dumbasses!" So, but yeah. Anyway, right. uh, Scotty Mo S five questions uh so there is a dark souls 3 ring fit mod that and pole caliber in mind by all means inform the listeners uh what game would you want to try out with an accessory clearly not made for it i'm sure i can manage sonic and the secret rings with a racing wheel since you only go forward anyway uh first off i want to make this very very clear fuck that game that is i I think that Sonic and the Secret Rings is worse than Sonic 06 and Sonic Boom. I think that that game is the worst Sonic game that I've ever fucking played. Ever. Is that the King Arthur one? No. It's the no. Uh, Arabian Nights one. Oh, yeah. We were talking, me and Scotty were talking about that. There were supposed to be three in that storybook collection, and the yeah, third one never only... got fully. Good, because they're, they're all fucking terrible. Like,. Black Knight isn't as bad, but Secret Rings, Sonic and the Secret Rings is fucking infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. I can't stand that game. Like, I'm scared to fucking play that, okay? (laughs) I'm doing this fucking Sonic log bullshit, this tier list. I am afraid to play that and attempt to beat it. Because it is so hard because the controls do everything in their power to work against you that I'll be sitting there and I'm like, I want to jump that that ledge, but I won't I want to go forward. It. Yeah. Oh, dude, playing the tutorial in that fucking game, I'm literally like, go backwards, go, go backwards. And you have to flip your controller to go backwards. And then on a dime, you have to flip it forward to run forward. And... The gyro in the regular Wiimote is garbage. Mm-hmm. So you can't do those motions real quick. But, no. Not t- mm. Yeah, so it, the other thing I want to say is people that don't know what Pole Caliber is, uh, Pole Caliber is, uh, dr- so, is Soul Caliber 1 on the Dreamcast, but played with the Dreamcast fishing rod. Because oh, yeah, it's great. Somehow it works. I don't know the semantics on it's, it and all that it's shit. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, if you ever watched the uh, Sega Dreamcast Dreamless Marathon that Mega Visions does almost every year, I don't know if we're doing it this year. It's going to be different this <coughs> year. <laughs> um, we had Graham show us that you can use the fishing rod to play Crazy, Crazy. Taxi. Yeah. 
You that was that amazing. Um, uh, I saw that Dark Souls Ring Fit mod. That was insane. I did too. I'm really tempted to try that out. I've seen Dark Souls with the Guitar Hero guitar. I've seen that too. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of things. A game I, I've seen. I've seen Mega Man games played with a fight stick, but that's not really. I, I wouldn't say that that's that impressive. I would like to see. I, I would say with the Ring Fit. And I would just like to see fighting games played with them, like fast-paced fighting games. You could um, do what game would you make DDR pad uh, to play with instead of DDR? What would you use a DDR uh, pad to Tetris. play a game with? Tetris could work, yeah. Tetris I'm talking like work. a you could do like a flight game with that. <laughs> yeah, you could do like Pilot Wings or a real oh, aerial game. Uh, fucking. I would like to see a Star Fox, but using the full air airplane simulator. Oh, shut up! <laughs> thing. I think that would be so fucking cool. The fucking what's the one for Xbox that's like huge? Steel now? Battalion. That's what it is. Yeah, Steel Battalion. Uh. Oh man, we need more stupid video game peripherals. <laughs> yeah, like like hardcore. Like I I would like to see something like Steel Battalion again. That shit would be fucking cool. I I don't know how it would sell, but <laughs> terribly. Yeah. Uh, number two. So Animal Crossing is essentially an MMO without battles. What's your favorite game of yours that you would like to uh, that you would like to turn into a chill MMO? For me, to no one's surprise, I'd do something like Sonic R. You just run around and challenge each other to races, but otherwise it's uh, otherwise hang out in the Sonic world, a la Sonic Jam. Uh, I mean, you could do a, you could really do like an MMO kind of thing in a world of Star Fox, or even uh, if you did like an MMO like a chill kind of like a mission kind of thing where you were like that, go around taking different missions and all that other stuff. Uh, you could also do it. Uh, I mean, I guess Star Wars did it with them their MMO, but you could do it with like bounty hunting in uh, F Zero. Maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm trying to think of, but there's already examples of that taking place. Or I, I mean, Animal like Crossing doesn't... is Animal Crossing is like the only quote unquote MMO that only doesn't have any action or fighting or anything in it. Well, here's the thing: when I think of what Scotty is trying to explain, I'm immediately thinking of Farmville. Remember when Farmville was like yeah. the big fucking shit? Everyone yeah. had their fucking farm. You can go to other people's farm. You can help them out. Um, Clash of Clans and shit, too. Yeah, there's another one where you just have, you'd just have factions and people would talk in a chat room and shit like that. Um, there's a game recently, and actually, uh, Scotty should know this. I'm pretty sure he's the one that showed me this. Um, there is, like, a Sonic R-esque, um, not necessarily MMO, but like competitive racing game where a bunch of people can hang out in a chat room and bullshit and queue up for races. So that's that Sonic re- cart, whatever thing. It's not a cart racer. Uh, oh. It has, it has the shitty uh, graphics and everything. It oh, looks God. like uh, Sonic R just downgraded a little bit. Pass. <laughs> whatever. I think, it, I think it's fucking cool. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a basketball game out there where it's like, you have people hang out, and then you can challenge people to three-on-three, three, upgrade your stats as you go. But 
honestly, I, I don't really have an answer to that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. Like, if you're looking for a chill MMO, the only one that I can think of is Animal Crossing. Yeah. I don't play a lot of chill games when I think about it. Uh, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe maybe I should. Lower my blood pressure. Uh, is anyone else tired of hearing about Tiger King? So I haven't watched it yet. Neither uh, have I. I. I love the memes coming out of it because this is some white trash fucking stupid shit. <laughs> and I thrive in the middle of that shit. But Hallie, was, Hallie tried watching it and she stopped after a couple episodes. And she goes, it's just, it's, ins- it's insane is what it is. <laughs> I mean, there are more tigers in captivity in the United States than there are in the wild. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I think All I'm going to watch that it. Carol Baskins is a bitch. So. I think I'm going to watch it between Monday and Tuesday once I finish editing the podcast. That one uh, guy I think is I'm insane. just going to binge it while I, I was like, uh, Hallie, well, who is this guy? She goes, so this is a guy that married two men, and they were straight, but he got them to marry him because he promised to give them meth. And also there's tigers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude, it's fucking stupid. I mean, I have okay. I, I don't know if I I don't really want to watch it. Like it's 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 the this year's making a murderer is what it is. Yeah, there's always like something, something. I don't know what was last year's, but I know making a murderer was like. Don't a fuck years with ago. cats. Don't fuck with cats is the the one last year. So there was a timed exclusive or timed series that Netflix had about this guy in Russia, I think. Um, who put these kittens in a vacuum bag and then sucked all the air out of the bag, killing the kittens inside. And so this woman and, like, 30 other people online did some fucking Internet Sherlock's Holmes bullshit, tracked down where this guy lives, and got him arrested. Allegedly. Okay, I don't think that is at the same caliber of what making a murderer and all that shit was, because... Not everybody was talking about that last year. <laughs> like, you got to get I, to that levels. I know a lot of people that were talking about it, but I definitely think that making a murder. But I remember that from, like, two years ago. I know, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I was trying to figure out what was the big thing last year. Like, there was that year, there was the making a murderer. Oh, oh that's what it was. It was what? that fucking, uh, it's the one where the guy kidnaps the girl, and then, like, the parents get the girl back. But, dude, I don't know what this is. I gotta fucking find it. But it's the dude. The, the one the, that it, I was thinking of was surviving R. Kelly. No, 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 no. Hold on, I gotta look this shit up because I remember it. Because she kidnapped the guy, kidnapped her. They got her back, but then the parents became like friends with him. The dad gave the guy a a hand job or something like that. Dude. What? <laughs> dude I, i'm telling you this all happened last year i remember that was the big thing that everyone was talking about they were like holy shit have you seen this show and i'm like no because i don't watch that shit so uh i'm uh, gonna look up huge netflix, netflix series so where don't look that up gives hand job oh shit that might actually narrow it down abducted in plain sight <laughs> that's right that's what it is <laughs> Did that come out last year? Uh, 
I think early last year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, abducted in plain sight. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That was last year's Making a Murderer. Tiger King is this year's. Here's here's the... Uh, I'm reading something on Vice. To paraphrase Tyra Banks, I have never seen in my life... I have never in my life yelled at a television like I did watching Abducted in Plain Sight. Here's a partial list of things I screamed during its 90-minute runtime. Why... He jerked him off. Why would you let him sleep in your daughter's bed? What? Call the fucking FBI. No. How could there possibly be 40 minutes of this movie left? What else could possibly happen? Yeah, dude. It's fucking insane. It's stupid. What's the okay. common factor in all of those? White white people. people. <laughs> 100% uh, white people. All right, what's the next one? Fucking, uh, what's a game you finished to get your money's worth but would not recommend anyone to play? Or a game you never finished and felt morally better after returning? Uh, I feel I feel some uh, tension behind this question. I know so, what this is referencing. Yes. Uh, uh, Project X Zone. Did you finish it or did you stop and I stopped and gave it and traded it back in. <laughs> okay, I don't think that's what he's asking. Uh you felt morally better about returning. I felt morally better about returning it. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I thought you meant returning to the game. No, 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 I returned it and got my money. I don't know if I got okay. my money back, but I got some money for it. Um, I know I have some. I'm gonna look them up. I have. I, I'm gonna use the little database that I have on how long to beat. Uh, where's my games? Where's the games that I finished? Playthroughs completed. And we're going to go by personal rating. A money I or a game I paid full price for and beat, but wouldn't recommend to anybody. Huh. Oh. Um. I the topic of, of it. One. What's that? I'd be Busby one. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend anyone play that. The topic of it is is sad. Like the background of it is very unfortunate. Um. That dragon cancer. That Dragon Cancer is an adventure game, but it's really more of like a couple telling the story of dealing with their, I think, three-year-olds facing terminal cancer. It's, it, it's a dark game. Uh, it's, a very, it's a very personal game. Okay. Um, I, can, I can't even call it a game because you're essentially it's, – it's a walking simulator – with them telling the story and, you know, having all these different effects and a digital or a digital novel or whatever it is. Yeah, sort of. Um, it's those aren't games. I mean, it's it's a game, but like I played it because I wanted to see the end because I really wanted to see the story. But I really can't recommend that game to anybody else because one, um, 
I do have an issue with the couple's decisions on certain things, and it's largely faith-based. Um, spoiler alert, the couple is a Christian couple. Um, but it's it's kind of like them logging uh, the things that they would do every single day while their child was suffering from cancer. Um and them coming to terms with themselves, uh, with the situation and their relationship as a whole. Um, I mean, way to bring the fucking podcast down. <laughs> yeah, it's that was just the first thing that I saw. Um, let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, Don't fucking. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> All right, the uh, Transformers anyway. animated movie is something I recommend to people. <laughs> Even if they never plan on seeing the cartoon. Any movies like that that you can recommend? Uh, movies that you can watch that you wouldn't have to... What? The Transformers animated movie is something I recommend to people even though... Even if they never plan on seeing the cartoon. Any movies that you can recommend? Like, just recommend that... in general? Or... That Batman movie, the CGI Batman movie where he gets transported back to Japan, that movie is uh, bad fucking ass. Oh, he just recommended movies? Is that what this is? He doesn't say. So. All right. I don't know. Sure. Onward. Go watch Onward. Go watch Onward? Uh, I'm not really a movie guy, but I would definitely say go watch that fucking uh, Batman movie. Yeah, I watched Under the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood's good. I don't know if I've seen that. That's the one where uh, the original or the second Robin that was presumably dead becomes a he didn't die, and oh. uh, he becomes a vigilante. He's actually voiced by J- not Jared Padalecki from Supernatural, the other guy, the shorter guy. I know who you're talking about, Jensen uh, Ackles. Speaking of that, um, the Killing Joke. The new animated version oh, of The yeah. Killing Joke is really well done. Go watch Dragonheart. That's a good movie. <laughs> Don't watch with, the sequel. With Mel Brooks? Dragonheart has Sean Connery and Dennis Quaid in it, sir. I'm thinking of Braveheart. I'm sorry. I've no, never you're seen not. Dragonheart. Wait, yeah, Mel yeah. Brooks. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. No, Mel Brooks is a director. Mel Brooks is also an actor. Am I getting... You're talking about uh, the one, guy that plays Road Warrior. His last name Passion is of the Christ. Mel, maybe you are right. Mel Gibson. Fuck. Mel Gibson. Mel Brooks directed <laughs> History of the World and <laughs> like, uh, oh my god. I don't watch movies. I don't know who these people are. Dragonheart's great. Dragonheart is like early CG dragon, but doesn't look god-awfully terrible from the 90s. And he's voiced by Sean Connery. Okay. you never seen Dragonheart? Dragonheart's I've never seen Dragonheart. You should go watch the the Dungeons & Dragons uh, movie with uh, one of the Wayans brothers. (laughs) Is it good? No. Okay. It's it's, it's, it's alright. That's fine whatever i don't know if i should say go watch natural board oh okay i caught so another thing on tsunami aftermath uh i caught a movie called rush 
I don't know if you've ever heard of that movie. It came out in like ninety something. It's not a super popular movie, mm-hmm. but it takes place in like nineteen seventy five, where these two undercover agents go and trying to infiltrate this. I think some kind of drug ring in like some town in Texas, and they end up getting addicted to heroin and all this other shit, and they fall in love and. I don't know. The reason I started watching it is because it has the chick from Fast Times at Ridgemont High in it, and it has the one, the older brother from uh, from the Lost Boys in it. Okay. And then also the main character's name is Jim Rayner, and it's based off of the StarCraft game. So, <laughs> so that's how that all fucking tied together. But yeah, okay. I caught it. It's got Sam Elliott in it. It was all right. It's not. It's, I mean, it's eh, whatever. I don't know why Very I couldn't well. stop watching it. Sometimes you get those, so. But there you go. Yeah, go watch Onward. It's a good movie. To go back to Mr. Haru's first question, I like <laughs> what Slayer Gate better? Oh than, like, yeah, I forgot about that big fucking gun division. I don't know You're if gonna... that's the acronym for it. It's big. It's is big. Or if you look, if you watch the Doom movie from two thousand and five, it was Big Force Gun. But then. Uh, hold on, let me push my glasses up. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Vin Diesel. The Rock calls it Big Fucking Gun. So, okay. Wait, did you say Slayer's Gate over BFG? I did. Mm. I'm actually not a big fan of uh, BFG. I'm more of a Rip and Tear guy. But yeah, Rip and Tear is better than BFG. I, I I actually don't like uh, BFG as a standalone track that much. Like, if you would have put Rip and Tear over Slayer's Gate, it would have been Rip and Tear as well. Yes. But Slayer's Gate's really good because, I don't know, it's just it's just in there. Like, mm-hmm. it, it goes really well with the combat and all that stuff, so. Alright, well, that's all I got. I am fighting a headache. It's real bad right now. I'm about to go, it's one of those light headaches to where light's killing me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go put a so pillow in my face. Yeah, I get those every once in a while. And uh, I'm going to go to my bed and put a pillow on my face and pass out. So. Don't suffocate. The web for that. God damn it, Siri! It <laughs> <laughs> scared the fuck out of me, man! Because <laughs> I, I was like, what's Hallie? That's not Hallie. <laughs> and it's not Siri either. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Cortana. Oh, God. That scared the shit out of me. Uh, next week, uh, we got... I, I don't know what I can do. Uh, internet is fucking garbage. So I'm going to be working on the internet, getting my internet situation taken care of, and uh, not dying from work because we got a new project. So that's all I'm going to say about that project. Very well. I'm about, I think at this point, it was 90%. Now I'm about 80% with the script because I added more shit. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't read it yet, but I, I saw that you sent it. So Yeah, read through that. Um as for y'all, it's coming. It's just been <laughs> oh load, busy. it's coming. <laughs> it's just been fucking busy. And what sucks is that I'm coming closer to my busy season, so I'm hoping to have it out by the middle of May. That's like my no later than date, just okay. with all the crazy that's been going on. So, all right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, man. That's all I've got. Everyone have a good week. Take it easy.
Oh.